0: Hey everyone, Eric Watson here, and this is the recorded audio of a live-streamed actual play session of Dungeons and Dragons using Roll20 and Discord. Our sessions are streamed live every week on my Rogue Watson YouTube channel. This actual play series was not originally intended for an audio-only format, but has been converted to a podcast for your convenience. This channel and by extension this podcast are supported by Patreon. If you'd like to support my work, you can do so at patreon.com slash roguewatson. Now, enjoy the show. Stuff I haven't used before. Okay, here we go. Five, four, three, two, let's go.
1: Let's jam! Yeah, right on time. (laughs) Yep! (laughs)
0: Always. Always. It was not Toddler Aggro, stop the... (laughs)
2: There was no
0: Toddler Aggro tonight. We're at at a skeleton crew. Toddler was a saint tonight, which is usually not the case, but... video also hello everybody eric watson here freelance writer player of games writer Words recorder videos and at tabletop role-playing aficionado welcome to our le- weekly live stream to dungeons and dragons fifth edition online role-playing adventures i am joined as always by some of my friends a
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, limited selection
0: of <laughs> selection. the top shelf of the top shelf <laughs> chris playing vol the eladrin bard of eloquence hello Heather playing Frey, the halfling barbarian of the beast. That's all, folks. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good night. Yeah. Good night, everybody. Uh, we're here and we're gone. Yeah. Uh, Reese and Michelle are on vacation this week, that I, the DM, just completely forgot about, and we did not touch base with that until very late today so i'm a bit unprepared for that and then raymond uh normally playing edmund the human alchemist artificer uh hopefully will be joining us a bit later on he's usually having the he's usually having the, the toddler aggro stream our sessions live on youtube every friday evening watch all of our dnd sessions here on youtube read weekly session recaps at roguewanson.com watch my behind the scenes no players allowed live series crafting Icewind Dale every monday and thursday Head on over to our live post-session discussion at Frost Side Chat after our show tonight. You can also listen to all these live D&D shows with the Rogue Watson podcast available wherever you get your podcasts. If you follow me on Twitter at Rogue Watson and join our official Discord server with invite link into the description below. If you'd like to support the channel, please check out patreon.com slash Watson. Patrons get exclusive access to private videos, custom 5e content, and participate in monthly DM roundtables and private patron D&D games. Shouts to new patrons this week, Kyle. For our campaign, we use Roll20.net. Video chat, We use Discord. For streaming, I use Open Broadcaster Software with Streamlabs. Our music is by Kevin MacLeod. And our amazing original character art was done by Jimmy McClure, who I recently got to chat with again about getting a new portrait done for Fimbulcreeen.
1: Oh. <laughs> right? How how is that? Is that going to happen?
0: Uh, it, yeah. it is going to happen. It's not going to happen today, but it's yeah. uh, well, it, it's, that's it's heavy happening
3: because Reese isn't here for it.
0: Uh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all so, had
3: to put that that baby I grew up. Did there, you just start
0: you? crying? <laughs> fantastic, fantastic.
3: There's there's a
2: lot
1: of good uh, suggestions in the chat for how we should fill the time tonight.
0: Oh yeah, we're looking. Uh, we well, need to do like a half hour. We, we could talk about the latest episode of She Hulk. Uh,
1: uh, talk about Chris's. Uh, oh, you haven't. It's the. <laughs> I, it's a good episode.
0: It's the. Yeah. Well, it's the. I,
1: I, I think I haven't seen the last two actually because I've been. I you know I haven't been in access to oh let's well let's talk now. about
0: chris's vacation he's been all yeah, over the country uh oh show him the shirt show the shirt sir oh yes boom there we go look at that yep. went on a big it's long vacation yet. and came back oh my god that's, got that's not t-shirt. from
1: that vacation that's from the work oh that's vacation from your work vac- that oh before. that makes more sense this is from the seattle museum of pop culture okay i literally went from three weeks ago i was in seattle one the northwestern corner mm-hmm. and then the last two weeks i was in may in the northeastern corner
0: and all over the place yep you felt a disturbance in the force it was probably chris being nearby uh we're gonna still do D tonight because i am mostly prepared but uh we do a bit of a skeleton crew hopefully ray will join us soon and and now we are down to two <laughs> no hopefully the baby <laughs> will come back down yeah. all right previously on icewindale rhyme of the frost maiden with thimbleweed encased in a chrysalis formed by the insectoid queen, the brood turned their attention to the rest of the party, surrounding, stabbing, and spitting acid. Robin launched a magical psychic attack directly into the queen's lair, killing many of the bugs and wounding others, including a raging Frey. In response, Frey's curse took over, transferring her into a ravenous wendigo. As she was in the middle of a bunch of enemies, it worked out for the party. The rest had to contend with additional insect spawns bursting out of walls and tunnels, nearly downing Valravan and Celeste. Edmund helped turn things around by spawning a polar bear from his bag of tricks, but it was Thimbleweed's emergence that took center stage. Emerging from the chrysalis was a bipedal four-armed insect, Thimblecreen. The newly transformed gnome retained his old memories and personality, but felt a deep connection to the queen. The queen wanted the fray to go destroyed, and Thimblecreen worked out a quick deal to have everyone focus on the demonic creature. The temporary truce didn't last long. As the bugs pulled back and an enlarged Celeste took a few nasty bonks with her mop at Frey to go, Edmund pulled out his arm cannon, blasting the creature and the queen in one beam. Frey reverted back while the enraged queen ordered the fight back on, while she began to retreat down a tunnel. Once again, Thimblecreen preached clemency, casting fog cloud in the room to hasten his queen's escape. The severely wounded party was willing to let them go, even Frey, and when the fog c- cleared, the queen and her surviving brood had escaped. After the shock of meeting the telepathic bug man that is their ranger, the party went outside toward the dock where an injured Valen rose up from an elevator by the cliff. The party was immediately suspicious. Edmund even fired another cannon blast directly at her, but it passed right through the illusory image. The image then picked herself up and laughed, mocking the players. Valen was still possessed by Ness and claimed responsibility for unleashing the bugs on the prison to break out her lover, Valish Gaunt. She confirmed their next destination, the Island of Solstice, home to a former frost giant fortress that acts as a temple to the Frost Maiden. If the players are keen, they can make their way there to retrieve an artifact, end the everlasting night, and break into the lost city beneath the glacier. It was an extra long recap. It was a Mm -hmm. lot of stuff. So thankfully we had everybody last week, which was the important episode.
1: (laughs) That's right. Yep.
0: Yes, we've got a wild Raymond.
1: There we go. All right, (laughs) let's
0: see have a smaller crew. We had Heather a second ago, but we had some baby aggro. Why don't I have one? might not have a Are camera. Are you still
4: excited computer. if I told you I haven't looked at level 11 yet? God! <laughs>
0: you know what? This is just going to be a leveling up episode, I think, is what we're going to do. I, you know, I thought about I was like, I might need
1: to remind everybody... You reminded us yesterday, didn't oh,
0: yeah. I, I did, but I did, I did not do a second reminder.
1: No, no, not not a T-minus-one-hour, <laughs> go-do-it-now reminder.
4: Yeah. I, don't, I, don't I was
5: going to say, you can remind us, but... You
1: have to be paying attention.
5: Four cameras.
1: it's wow, simple as all hell, so...
0: Alright. Whoops, I did not mean to start the video. This is just going to be a shit show episode, everybody. Alright, hang on. <laughs> I had to start our intro video again. There we go. Give me a second to move the cameras around. I, apparently, we've never had a situation where we were... That doesn't make sense. We had to have had one when we had the hair... No herrings?
1: Definitely. Maybe, maybe not...
0: Maybe it's because our webcam's off.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We probably have one with Heather's webcam on. Yeah. Us. Yeah.
5: Okay. Anyway, yeah. Um, so... First... We need to decide... What the situation is with this prison as you guys are leaving.
0: Um, presumably getting back on your nautiloid. Uh, to remind you, the prison has not been technically cleared out. Uh, the queen and, I, don't remember, I forget, maybe half a dozen of the insects uh, retreated. And uh queen was keen on making that happen.
1: That's, so Reese can't be here to answer this, but I'm very yeah. I'm really curious, is that name sticking? I don't know. We'll have to ask him oh, yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We'll have to ask if that's an official uh, trans right. part of the transformation.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh. But so my my point being, there yeah. there you, you did come across some living people, non-infected living people, in the prison.
5: Yes. Uh.
0: There was Hwarwar, the excellently named, uh, man who. I don't know if i need to recap all that but previously ran no, with avarice's crew yeah. and yeah. You, you found him in, locked up in a prison he was actually the only surviving uh prisoner left in there and then you found uh two random like cooks in the kitchen that had not been infected the other one did and died so and of course you still have design with you all which i presume he's still coming on the ship so just
1: <laughs> i'm not going
0: to make you go through the dungeon or anything again but if you want to have all those people with you let me know so i can
1: um well we probably want to take him with us because I, I think. At the end of the last session, I think the general idea was that um, Thimbleweed, Thimblecreen, Thimble, uh, convinced us... Thimble.
0: The artist formerly known as.
1: <laughs> That's right. No, her webcam did not change position, so... I'm
0: guess... working on it, give me a second.
1: No, I mean, like, she's, she just came on and it hasn't changed. Oh, you? oh,
0: oh, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know why I don't have that set up. Function hmm. error on my um,
1: part. But I... Th- I think the idea was that like he convinced us not to like like systematically exterminate all the bugs in the place that we can just get out of there we can leave
0: Uh, i think he would be against that yeah (laughs) all right i think i fixed our webcams everybody can not freak out
5: about that (laughs) um it doesn't actually move. No, yeah, yours is fine. You can flip yours off, realize. and it doesn't.
0: I, I just didn't have one for some reason I, I, set up. I without. see the
1: joke you were going for, but it, yeah. the effect was lost. Watch my head
2: explode! <laughs> <laughs> no. Um.
1: Yeah, so I think we just get the get the people and get them out of here, right? Like, just just we've got we've got a, a ship to go back to that can pick us up. A ship that's going to be better than the ship that we we're going to go towards anyway.
2: Yes, yeah. Sir.
1: So the get uh, what's his name? Hor hor
5: Horror.
1: Yes. Um and the cooks. Cooks might be handy. They, they can replace the
2: goblin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Two prison cooks equal one goblin, I think is. That's right. How that math works out. Uh okay, so yeah, you guys can bring You've already had Dizan on there before, so essentially you're adding another three people on there. Um, yes. your gnome Ceramore friend did request any uh brains. Oh jeez, you wanted to bring on board, and and literally, if, if when you bring them on board, he gets excited about you know. Thank you for uh, these ones. Look, uh, average intellect at best, but uh,
5: beggars can't be truthers.
1: Can we bring him instead of people? Can we bring him some uh, bug corpses? Let him let him have some bug corpse brain.
0: You can try. Um, He would. Yeah, that's. It's not gonna fill me up. They don't. This has not much
5: intelligence. Well, just empty calories. I don't know. Varavan
1: will spend like 10 minutes. He will spend an inordinate amount of time trying to explain morality theory to this cephalopod creature.
0: Excellent. The camera slowly pulls back.
1: (laughs) The audio fades out. out. Varavan's making big gestures. (laughs) He's pulling out books, reading passages from the books. Right. Uh, Trying to explain to this creature. (laughs) That, <laughs> you
0: can't eat other sentient people.
1: Why you can't eat other sentient, or why you can't eat us as sentient? Be like, or at least the fact that why we would have a problem with that. Like, like that that it would be basically like, I don't know. In human terms, it would be like going to a cow and asking the cow to like bring its bring it its friends and children and compatriots. Yeah. So that we can so that we can slaughter them. If Trace like, sees not- this going
3: on, she just grabs Horwarwar, the deserter, by the neck and just shoves it at him. (laughs) This
0: one. So, last you saw, Horwar um, was going a little crazy whenever he was kind of sniffing out the chardelon you guys had on you. Almost like a a drug addict, but a a really extreme version.
5: We need this one. I
1: prefer we don't murder anyone. (laughs) Then turn around. I would still know what's happening. And horror, to my mind, the, the, the might
0: st- serve as. A, or, I was gonna say the Sarmorph does say. Do
1: you have any that are only uh, mostly dead, re-
0: recently deceased? It's 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 not as palatable, but I I could eat uh, as long as they're point. not uh, diseased or rotting. Yeah,
3: I'll slowly turn and look at thimbleweed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I would say like like while we, we're all beat up. Yeah. He's part he like, like he can park the, the the Nautilus at that illusory uh ramp on the cliff and he he can get out with his little pet slugs or whatever they are and he can go in there and ha- you know find corpses to his heart's content. <laughs> we're not bringing those out there for him. Uh, go make him go. Yeah. make can go. Yeah. Uh, although if he if, if we do that, I uh, Robin will warn him like if you start to hear skittering and
0: yeah,
1: high-pitched screeching, you might want to leave. It's...
0: Yeah. He he does command his little squid uh, underlings to go and fetch, like, they can only bring grab, like, a corpse back, and it takes them two
5: or three times, like, no, not that one, and finally brings one back, like, ah, fine. I can manage. You were perhaps
1: more of a, his explaining morality theory here. If you were perhaps to find some city or or human, that um, or human organization that might donate already deceased humanoids to you, <laughs> that would be within the parameters of human morality. Why right. could you it, make
0: that happen? Because nobody'll talk to me. <laughs>
1: Here, oh, I feel like I'm going down a dark path
0: here. But, <laughs> but maybe <laughs> this is the beginning of a new series. <laughs> While Robin's crazy hijinks trying to get recently dead corpses for his alien overlords,
3: it just ends with Paul Robin on the back of a cart with a bell, bring out your dead. Basically,
1: yeah. I was like grave robbers, but that's that's probably a more accurate yeah. thing because he needs he needs some fresher. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like you know, like kind of um, what I'm imagining is like the same way that people uh, donate corpses to science. Yeah, um, maybe if maybe if this Nautiloid creature creature, uh, I, I don't I don't trust him to do this, but maybe if he like provided some service to the people of Ten Towns, like I don't know, ferrying service or something, they could pay him in. <laughs> gonna just gonna, gonna teach corpses. him the whole
0: like system. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna montage through like weeks of this going on. Well,
1: yeah, this would be a whole like post game thing of, of like, yeah. like setting up setting up
3: this whole new like like trade system between yep. the the races. Yeah,
2: yeah, you can actually.
5: Or be, I uh... mean,
3: like we, we can take a a page from you know good old Texas here, and we set them up with the prison, and you know the ones who get the death penalty, just yeah,
5: have their <laughs> brains sucked out. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, pretty fatal.
0: Uh, yeah, typically. Yeah,
3: I mean,
5: I
1: mean, yeah. If, if if criminals were being sentenced to death, there's probably worse ways to be executed than by squid monster. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, I
0: I'd have to think. Really I don't hard. Very very we watched
1: you get burned alive recently, like that. True, that, seems, that does seem worse.
0: That's true. I think you die from the smoke inhalation. I don't know if you what the brain squid guy does to you, but.
1: I don't know every every movie I've seen they, they there's a lot of screaming that happens when someone gets burned alive. Uh,
0: yeah, that's a good point. On that note, uh all right, so you guys have yeah. have clamored aboard the ship. You we, he's got some fresh corpses um and I think oh oh and so your destination you've only got one area to go. You've got the one quest yeah. left is into the sea of moving ice. Uh put you back on the main map. Which uh this island you're searching for isn't really on a map so but thankfully you can search for it from the air not from the water at least but you at least know you've seen like shapes of it you you've you've read you've got the research notes from gaunt and then you even got confirmation from um nest slash valin that they are there and that exists so can okay. yes out into the sea itself, but
1: which means we have to also like explain to Huarwar and the cooks that they are gonna be just a long for the ride. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This this is this is a very this is a very for them this is a very twenty thousand leagues of the sea sort of story happening. Like they are just sorry. Yeah. The good news is we rescued down. you. The bad news yeah.
0: is we're we're not stopping our journey <laughs> here. This is. <laughs> This yeah, is what's happening? We didn't come here for you. I'll be honest. This right. is, no, we'll we'll take you, but you gotta go where we're going.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm sure they'll be fine. Uh, but you all can enjoy a long rest. Uh, Yay. while everything is powering up and uh, going, why not a long rest? Yep, going over the sea. So, I think you've got your tokens on the left side. So. Long rest button are there. So not only a long rest, but also a level up to 11. ba mm. 11.
5: 11. So. Go and skip 11 goes straight to
0: 12. Oh yeah. my gosh, he's already complaining about not getting cool shit at 11.
1: Would, I should have looked up at this point like multi, what multi-classing would, would get me, but uh, I'm yeah. sticking with Bard. For now, I'm sticking with Bard.
3: I will never multi-class again. <laughs> you made one
1: mistake,
0: yeah.
2: Never again. I've never been again. burned
0: once before. Uh, well, Chris, let's start with you. Uh, yeah. Robin, tell me about level 11.
1: Um, but level 11, I just get two things and that's two new spells. I get another cantrip, and I get a level six spell. Um, I don't know. I, I I'm in the character manager, so I can't really paste these. But um, I'm gonna take. Actually, I'm gonna take friends. Uh, I'm, I'm going to over... get I... friends at level eleven. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get friends. <laughs> I have unlocked. And... You've
2: unlocked friends.
1: This spell is actually Yay. the opposite of, of getting friends. It's it's like like deceitful trickery that oh. you immediately are aware of. You get uh, advantage on charisma checks directed at one creature that isn't hostile towards you. You don't need but
0: advantage a- on charisma checks.
1: I know, just, just, just why not? Just in case.
0: <laughs> just in case you want to piss somebody off afterwards.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. But they, after a minute, they know they were tricked. Yeah, so...
0: there's very few situations that wouldn't screw you over. But...
1: Yep, yep. The, the, my cantrip options aren't.
0: I love that it spells it out. A creature prone to violence might attack you. Okay.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So don't try it on me then.
1: Right, exactly. And then as my level six spell, he has refined some of his prose and the way he used to write about uh, the way characters would act out certain compulsions within their brains. He finds that he can now apply them to not one, oh, wait, I got it. Uh, Not both. two, <laughs> not three.
5: Stop Keep teasing going. me, old man. <laughs> uh,
1: but up to twelve creatures, uh, he can do a mass suggestion.
3: Oh my god! Wow. I said
1: not one, not two, but twelve. <laughs> You're right. Twelve is the number. I did not even know that.
0: And it, it's the, wait, is this the same as the suggestion spell? Just it is
1: same as suggestion. Suggestion has worked out well for me as when I've used it so far. It's like, it's fun. Just go home or <laughs> go
2: home.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's And is... with
1: twelve people, you we could like
0: That is terrifying.
1: We could we, we can gain access to a city with mass suggestion <laughs> on twelve people. Just hey, all of the guards on this gate. Fucking let us in Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs>
3: There's no way we whole... can't get into now. Mm-hmm.
4: You can get a whole jury to vote for the death
2: penalty. <laughs> it is specifically 12, isn't it? <laughs>
1: we can we can get the legislation passed that we need to get <laughs> corpses donated to the
2: Nihil.
1: <laughs> Perfect. Oh, yep. Uh, that is that is what he gets.
0: At level six. God, this this world would be so, so fucked I if hope. there
4: was. Our whole campaign takes a detour as we corrupt the yeah. judicious system. Of, How many uh, people in the
0: world run around with this power <laughs> that can just yeah, do yeah, that? Yeah.
1: Like all, all, of the like politics, society in this just, realm would just Would just be nonsense. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Every judge is just a wizard who knows mass
2: suggestion,
4: <laughs> and hence Judge Val Robin was born. <laughs> right. Some wow.
1: hit points I for twenty four hours, and it doesn't require any concentration or anything. Yeah. Oh, it's
0: until they complete it.
1: That's right. Yes. Okay. Which that one has been in the butt in the ass before because I remember the the dwarf thing where I had him like you have to open or you have to you have to close this gate. You know, you have to make sure the gate's closed. Well, he did that, and then you had him just come out of it. Yeah, it that's he true. Did that, and I was standing that, right next to I, I him. I do like
0: the, the DM, uh, on the DM side of it, it's kind of a monkey's paw situation, where it's like you have to be very careful about the wording of your suggestion, and the DM yeah. can kind of run with that a little bit.
1: But I also use it to have people run home. And like, okay, they're going to yeah, be like home for 24 hours. <laughs> 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 but well, once they've gotten home, then it
0: would end. So yeah, that's true. You could say, go home and sleep for eight hours <laughs> or something. That's right. Yeah, that's that's bananas. Fun. What a fun way to destroy any encounter I've got planned.
1: <laughs> yeah, they do have to understand me. Okay, uh, but it did
0: just say creatures, right? It wasn't like humanoid it, or anything? Yeah,
1: yeah. But what, what the reason I took this, though, just to get some context, is because I have not used one of the uh, Bard of Eloquence's uh, features at all, basically, in this campaign, and I realized that this would force me to use it. Which is his ability to make anybody understand him, like any creature at all. Like I barely, I've, I've used it like once, I think, way early on. But to do this spell appropriately against non-common speaking folks, yeah, I would, I would need to first do that ability to make a bunch of people understand me. Does that make and them then mass suggest?
0: Does that make a creature normally not able to speak or understand at all something understand? Like if it's like a beast.
1: If they can understand language, then uh, well, actually that's a good question. Okay, so
0: they don't have a, if they don't have any other kind of language, then. But I, I don't know what your bard ability is. If it can you grant gonna, temporary sentience to a creature to understand?
1: Uh, you? Yeah, let, let me let me uh, let me put it in there. Maybe. Um, it is called universal speech. Um, Make your speech intelligible to any creature. As an action, choose one or more creatures in 60 feet of you, up to a number equal to your charisma modifier. So I can only do six, I guess. Mm. Or five, five. The chosen creatures can magically understand you, regardless of the language you speak for one hour. It doesn't put any restrictions on intelligence or understanding or
2: anything
0: like that. Yep. Universal speech. The bi-weep grana-weep (laughs) ninny-bomb.
5: Right. Alright. Yeah, that's me, and my new hit points are 83. A Respectable.
0: 83. Is it? <laughs> it sounds respectable until you hear the other if hit I, points.
1: If I say respectable before it, yeah. then if, it's If you're the
0: first to level up, it's respectable.
1: Exactly.
0: Alright,
5: Frey, tell us about level 11. I like my level 11. We'll um, do my hit points first. Hang on. But I'll take that. Mhm. Like you needed a bunch of more hit
1: points.
0: Yeah, you could just stop doing it. <laughs> Jesus, she fucking for those of you listening, yeah. she rolled a 12 <laughs> on her D12 for hit points. And that does not include her on modifier. Yeah, her 18 con. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, so starting at 11th level, um, I gain The Path of the Beast Barbarian's Relentless Rage. So now, if I am raging and I drop down to zero hit points while raging, I will no longer die outright. I now get to make a DC 10 Constitution saving throw. (laughs) And if I succeed, I drop to one hit point instead. And get to continue raging.
1: How many times can you do that?
3: So I can do it as many times as I want, but there's the one small caveat that each time I do it, the DC increases by five.
1: Oh.
3: So okay. I have to be strategic. Ten. 10 to 15 is pretty. pretty. That's a good yeah. jump. And then, you know, like 15 to 20. 15 to 20 is that 20. Yeah. Big one.
2: yeah.
4: Yeah.
3: Wow. So, but then when I have a short or a long rest, the DC resets to 10. It goes by 10. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I, like, because that, that first one's free. Because a DC yeah. 10. Yeah. Yeah. She's, what
2: do
0: you have? Like a plus eight or something? Like, <laughs>
3: yeah, something mm. like that. So, and then, but you know, the 15? You don't have to work for that one. Yeah. Yeah. 15's. Decent. Yeah. You, you so I'll, I'll probably get to use half. it like twice. Yeah. And then after that, it's going to be real dice. Now,
1: now you're just going to be even more careless with your life. <laughs> now, like, you were already, like, who fucking cares? Let's go. Yeah.
0: Like, <laughs> I mean, you've seen how many hit points she has as if she's. Yep. Even gonna get down there, but yeah, that's wild. I mean you become even so, more unkillable.
2: Yes.
3: So my new hit points are now a hundred and forty seven.
1: Could
0: have
3: Lord. almost twice the hit points of here's
1: here's, here's the bet i w I wanna put down. <laughs> Do we think by the end of this campaign, Frey will double Valravin's hit points?
0: You're all almost there already, I think, right?
1: Oh well, she's about twenty less. Okay. Like 83 would be like 166, right? Yes.
2: Yeah.
1: So she's close already. I don't know how many more levels we have and how, how well we I roll. I would but...
2: guess
0: she would, unless... Well, I, no, because we've already got the, at least average. I think the only way she doesn't is if you end up rolling just absolutely perfect yeah. on like all your hit point rolls, then maybe you squeak yeah. by. But otherwise, I would definitely take the over on that one.
1: Yeah. yeah. I'm waiting for it.
0: For mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, Nick,
5: this is apparently a a base uh, Barbarian feature at level 11. I'm looking at at this. Yeah, her path feature was at level 10. Yannick, I dare the DM to down me now. (laughs) That's right.
0: (laughs) I mean, it's gonna be tricky, but uh, we'll see.
3: I want to see like
1: like him like pull out another ice dragon and just blast her for like a hundred and thirty ice damage and <laughs> she just comes out of it with one HP. Like,
0: I'm too even, angry if, to if die. If me,
3: <laughs> even if he hit me with a hundred and thirty, I'd still have sixteen points left.
0: Yeah, like uh, the thing uh, is, but, yeah. to even yeah. get her down to zero, I still have to get through like a hundred and fifty fucking <laughs> hit points. And if it's it has to be elemental because if it's anything else, it's or you yep. know psychic or something, but it's a half damage. Like it's crazy. Tank yeah, gonna tank.
1: Yeah, yeah yes indeed.
2: Mm-hmm. All right,
0: Ray, I have given you all the time that I can, but now we are getting <laughs> to
5: Edmund's level eleven. Alright, let's roll. Let's roll. More than a five. <sighs> you got a five.
3: You got a five.
4: That's yeah. average.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> Alright. That brings me to eighty four hit points. Damn you! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not last. Uh, Let me go through this. I get a level eleven spell storing item. Basically, I can do the spell storing ring you gave me. So. (laughs) Oh, did you guys
0: want to? I forgot. Um, we meant. I think you guys meant to look at that next. Last time you said like when we level up or before we long rest, we should cast spells into this thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys because you're long resting now, so I don't know if you wanted to do that before. If you remember, if you guys had any spell slots to cast in it, give me a share no, that well, well, then
1: didn't. Um, I No, I had one. I had one level 3 spell slot left. Who's
0: uh,
4: who's using it right now? Not me. For the ring. You have it? Yeah. Oh. darn! I was going to put some cocaine into it, but I don't have that spell slot.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's the thing. Yeah, I don't know what you guys were after that. Before the long rest, um, what you guys had available. But any, anybody can cast five? a spell into it, yeah.
1: Well... Edmund, this might be something that you're that be handy to you. Would you, uh, some greater invisibility? That's a level three spell I've got. I've got uh, my level three spells, which I which I've got one slot of, are charm monster, greater invisibility, convenient brain aneurysm, and Summon Lord Barbary. But he's not offering that one. To you. That's Val Robin. <laughs> and that is only for Val Robin. <laughs>
0: Quickly flips past that section of the book. It's yeah, yeah, got yeah, yeah, naked yeah, yeah. horse drawings. Like, that's <laughs> that's my time.
2: Greater
1: invisibility is a pretty good one. Like, someone just goes completely invisible for a combat encounter.
4: Yeah, right. go put that in the ring. I wouldn't All be right. upset with that.
1: All
2: right. Yeah. So, this so... Is the very
1: last spell slot. Um... Valravn well, will cast greater invisibility into the spell storing ring.
4: Great. Alright, so now it's got Mirror, Image, and Greater Invisibility. That's the max. Yeah, I'll let you keep track of that, and, and I think it uses his stats
0: for that spell. So, make a note of that, too.
1: Greater right. Invisibility doesn't have any saves or anything, so it doesn't matter. But oh,
0: that's true. Yeah, that's a good point.
1: It's just literally for a minute. It's concentration, but for a yeah, minute, that's true. you're There's just no, purely yeah. invisible. Yeah.
4: Yep. And then here is um, Spell Storing Item, My Ability. So basically, it's kind of the you just same. just get another one of these oh. fucking things? <laughs> oh.
0: I just gave you one of these.
4: I know. It's like, yeah, oh, damn it, the same ability. But uh, I'm limited to a first or second level spell spell mm. um, from the artificer list. Ah. So I guess it doesn't have to necessarily be as... Oh, you could store it in your spell. arm. What's that? You <laughs> could store it in your arm. I could do that. Um, you can touch one simple or martial weapon, yeah.
5: Um, I guess I don't need to know the spell, though. It can oh. be any spell from the first or second level slot. Haven't prepared. So I'll just pick something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Basically the same as the ring. Give out more spells. Why not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then I also actually gain a third level spell slot. Um. but uh oh, i don't first... actually know more spells though. What's that? Is your first third? No.
4: Uh haste and uh oh, right. I can't remember what else is uh oh,
5: gaseous form. Those are third level spells. Okay. Um Yeah, I don't know why I picked gaseous form in the first place, but um <laughs> it saved you from
2: it, the
4: rimeras. It did. It did. True. Um now that I'm reading about all these spells, I might just swap that one out, actually, and then take the Ghastis form again,
5: uh, the next level up, when I actually get another spell. Wait. Hold oh, I'm so confused. Uh, oh. Gasty's form was automatic, actually. Um, Oh, uh, it's part of your... Yeah, it's part of the Artificer. As uh, When you level up to um, a
4: certain level, you automatically get that spell. Okay. So Actually, I don't get to choose that one. I was like, why did I pick? And it's not even on the <laughs> list. Um, Shoot, let me go through this here. Uh, I think... What I made you, actually, I, I think I picked up some sort of level 2 spell. And I don't know what. Maybe Web, I think. That's one useless. I then want to get rid of one and take um, Glyph of Warning instead. That's a level 3 spell. Hmm. Um, It's a long one, but basically I can make a glyph that's kind of like detonates, and I can either make an explosive glyph or a spell glyph. Yeah, Patron, like magic or uh, mine. Yeah. or, Or a door or something you can put anywhere. Right, right. I feel like that's a useful one for him and kind of in his realm where he can kind of like manipulate an area to yeah. go off. Turn into uh, yeah,
3: explosion.
4: yeah, even that whole last battle I'm like, let me use web, let me use web and it was, I couldn't find a chance. So I'm going to get mm-hmm. rid of that one I think. Because yeah, again the number of spells I actually know is dependent on my level and my intelligence modifier. So Yeah, it's no limiting factor. Every odd level does not give me a new spell slot, but the mm-hmm. even one does.
5: I think but by that's... my notes you guys have an item to identify also? Uh, perhaps? I, I don't remember. Th- uh, I think it was you found a wand early in the dungeon, like which was probably four weeks ago at this point. Uh, in the Warden's Quarters... You have to sneeze. There it comes. <laughs> okay. Sneeze is concluded. Let me, let me, let me check my...
0: And, yeah, in the water, me... in the Warden's Quarters...
1: Are you sure I, I... found a while back a Wand of Alteration? Is that not... No, that
0: was about? in the Lost Spire. This was... Oh, okay. This was the only thing you really found... Well, aside from all the potions... Uh, you found a... A sack of money... Yeah. So when you first went down the tower when you first got to this dungeon you went down the tower and you actually ended up in the warden's like uh, bedroom, office, whatever
5: mm-hmm. and her
0: chest you opened that up and found a sack of money and a wand. Does anybody have that wand in their inventory? Because this was this was something you would have had to identify on a short rest and correct me if I'm wrong, you guys never fucking short rested that
5: entire dungeon. <laughs> no, we did twice. I believe it was twice in a row that's happened in these dungeons. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. Let's, let's, let's identify it. Alright, the
0: wand is appropriate for a prison. Although it does require attunement. Is a wand of binding. This wand has seven charges. Regains 1d6 plus one expended charges at dawn. If you expend the last charge, it has a chance to be destroyed. While holding the wand, you can use an action to expend some of its charges to cast one of the following spells. Hold monster five charges or hold person for two charges while holding the bond, you can use your reaction to expend one charge and gain advantage on a saving throw you make to avoid being paralyzed or restrained or you can expend
5: one charge and gain advantage on any check you make to escape a grapple wow okay Bond of binding those are good spells yeah it does require attunement though
2: dc
1: 17 I, if nobody else wants it, I will take it and I will get rid of my Wand of Web because I have not used, like, just like Edmund was saying a second, <laughs> second ago,
3: I haven't used that Wand of Web at all. You're, wa- yeah, yeah you're right, you're
0: attuned to that, yeah.
3: I'm not getting rid of my Wand of Magic Mints, yeah. so I'm good.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just okay. Straight
2: upgrade, I, mean, I
3: think. I, I, yeah, I will
1: take it. It is a straight up upgrade. <laughs> it's just a better better than the Wand of Web in yeah. every way, shape, and form.
0: Keep track of yet another thing that has its own uh, charges and resource management.
4: <laughs>
1: uh, I mean, it's sort of the web, but... Uh, yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. But, yes.
4: Okay, sorry. I might have to actually take this back, because apparently Glyph of Warden takes an hour to cast. Like, what the hell? Ah. Um,
0: yeah, you're... <laughs> it's like, like Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. It's not something you do in combat. It's something you would do like it's before, a spell. yeah, it's a prep spell. Yeah, that, those are tricky. We,
4: yeah, when will we logistically like with
0: this party in an hour? You guys never. are not the tactically plan things out. You're the it's, send a screaming barbarian yeah. in. And
4: in, in, in
1: the movie, it's it's like the like the possession priest, like like drawing glyphs on the floor in like a circle. The DM right? is very
0: familiar with this spell because I can use it on my end very easily. This is like the the typical yeah. like arcane trap spell you come across is functionally this spell. But yeah, from the player point of view, it's a little trickier. It also uh, costs 200 gold, by the way. Yeah, I'm seeing that, so <laughs> screw that.
1: I always forget about that. Like, yeah, we, in spells, our, like... I do
0: call it in our house rules that we do follow that you should be spending that every time you cast a spell that yeah. requires that, yeah. I don't make you literally have the diamond or anything, but I, I just make you deduct the money.
1: Make us go into town and buy a diamond.
0: <laughs> right, yeah, that's not happening. But yeah, 200 gold, that's not really worth it that spell i don't think even though it has a lot of uses and it the, the main use is that it never goes away its duration is forever
4: yeah but it it has no purpose in our team mm-hmm. we're we're so moving around so active like this is for so a hermit living in a cave like yeah,
1: or like, like if we if we perhaps had a party that was very much like <laughs> it was tactically right, like we see, the, we see the enemies, yeah, and we're gonna come back tomorrow. We're gonna we're gonna go back to the hotel, <laughs> back to the hotel, <laughs> regroup.
0: <Recruit.
1: laughs> we're gonna plan Have some
0: pina coladas. And we're gonna talk set about up this. for tomorrow. Whiteboard if it. We,
1: if we ever had a party like that, that's yeah. where it would come into play. But we do not. Or if, you yeah, had a, I, if you had to rest I, I, in a
0: dungeon and set up your one little choke point and all your fancy stuff, yeah, but yeah, yeah, two hundred gold is even even at y'all's level when you have a lot of money, like
4: that's for one spell, it's painful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you don't even know your you know a person would trigger it either.
1: You have to like lead them into it somehow. Yeah, you have to make make sure they come into it.
4: All right, so yeah, yep. that's a dumb one.
5: Here, let's just take what? this one instead: protection from energy. Ah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. You're resistant to one type of Acid, gold, fire, lightning, earth. Uh, yep, that's good. Yep. Seems
4: seems like Edmund thing, you know? Study the enemy, it's like, alright, yeah. I will bend the elements to my will and protect someone mm-hmm. against that. Alright, good talk, guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep.
4: And now I can close the book until next time. <laughs> until
0: next time. I'll crack it open again. Yeah, and for those of you that haven't been watching my crafting streams or, or know the general pacing, uh, yes, normally in Rhyme of the Frost Main, you wouldn't get to level 11 until the very end of it, but I have been uh, scaling things up and pacing things a little more liberally to where the players will reach higher levels. And uh, obviously we're at level 11 and clearly not at the end game yet, so are a little different here. And I don't think it's fun to play around with these high level tools that usually don't get to in the uh official published 5e campaigns.
5: Yeah, yeah. You
1: get some neat stuff yeah. in the, the the in the 10 to 14 range before things get too crazy.
0: Yeah. So your uh new companions are obviously very uh wide-eyed and frightened about being shuffled aboard a nautiloid think this is uh incredibly scary and at, at some point they argue about whether or not you're just they're going from the uh you know kitchen into the into hell itself or something you just you know going from a bad situation into an equally bad situation <laughs> given that mind flayers are notorious for uh alien brain-eating kidnappers and it doesn't help that uh the the ceramorph here was very uh openly discussing his plans to consume brains so Ray will literally to...
3: growl at them and make them get on the the mm-hmm. nataloid. For
1: real though, did Val Robin's like like sermon his lecture?
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, uh,
1: uh, did that make any impact at all on this creature?
0: Well, so the impact is you can tell this creature has no semblance of morality. Like, does not see the problem with consuming sentient beings, but mm-hmm. he does see the benefit to um working out a system that benefits him beneficially to others he's not against he's he's not so you get the feel like he's not cruel or evil for that sake um he just in your in your point of view he's he's basically a sociopath like he has no um
1: yeah it he just
0: he, doesn't yeah he doesn't see anything, anything wrong right and, and you get a feeling it's just from his culture uh, but when you suggest, like, how this could benefit him in terms of working with people instead of, like, you know, kidnapping them, um, he's uh, he's generally reticent to thinking that might be something he could work on.
1: <laughs> All right, well then, what Robin will do then is understanding that, impress upon him the idea that should he extinguish living creatures for his food sustenance, he will break any... You know, uh, possibility of that with with others because as long as as long as he's not killing living creatures, that that possibility for you know an arrangement exists. But as soon as he starts killing people,
5: yeah,
3: it's that's that's done. Frey would argue then when she hears you saying that, like I kill people, yet nobody is afraid of me. <laughs> but, but but you have a badge, dear. <laughs> <laughs> Wow! <laughs> no comment from me. raw? I don't know. He went there. He went wow. there, folks.
2: All right. <laughs> Tell me
3: you're be... from Texas without telling me you're from Texas. It's terribly yep, corrupt. Yep.
0: Um, Dazan is interested in, in discussing what everything's going on because he's got a little bit of the story, but now, um he's, he's, let's just assume he was with you guys for, uh, the, the scene with Bolena and Nass. So he's very confused about that situation and very interested in like how the Frost Maiden ties into all this. Um, and you can see like his general, um, I don't know what you would call his mental trauma is, is slowly, it, it does seem to be getting better the more he's away from that situation. And he does still seem very obsessively focused on, uh, finding this city and like continuing this quest and knowing that you guys are still on board with that, so he's he's kind of feverish about information, but he's at mm. least
5: a little bit less crazy about it. Okay,
1: he's getting some some semblance of his like logical brain back.
5: Yeah.
1: How was is, how is was doing? Is he is he still a crazy man?
0: Do you keep him uh res- restrained?
5: he's asking, the answer is yes.
0: Uh, well I mean... Yeah. Warwar would, would clearly want to be unrestrained. Uh, he
3: but, can clearly want whatever he wants. Yeah. It not mean he's going to get his way. Yeah.
0: You guys have been around the Charlotte Madness enough, and some of you experiencing it more personal than others, uh, to know that he is kind of in the danger zone.
5: Yeah. Told you we should have let him eat this one. Do we you mean the side
2: effects
0: from the Chardolin, you mean? Yeah, you, you think he's, his exposure to Chardolin for such a long time, um, and maybe not being properly trained with it or anything um, for a while, yeah, has kind of affected his sanity level. And now he feels to be very, uh, not quite like Gollum in the ring, but it's getting close to that situation where like he really wants to be near... Charlton and have it in his possession and anytime he sees that uh, anytime he's which unfortunately a lot of you are having Charlton all the time like you've got it on your person so it's almost difficult to interact with him because he's constantly like sniffing it out and
4: wide-eyed about it and oh let's keep him restrained let's find uh, a small prison room on the ship and Edmund's gonna study him to to find the effects of the Charlton. You
2: know? oh boy
4: <laughs> oh <So, laughs> He's willing to be oh. near him with like Charlene all around because he wants to see like all right, what well, what is this prolonged exposure doing to to a person? Because he he remembers you know he has that one effect you mentioned yeah. the level one or yes. something.
1: Oh right, you you're you're in it. Yeah. That's
4: true. So so Edmund does recognize this. he ha- uh, he didn't tell anybody because he's like I said he yeah. was curious and he wants to see what happens to others. But as mm-hmm. part of it now he realizes all right, we've got a uh, I don't know prisoner is the right term, but. Uh, uh, he's so getting a little crazy man here yeah <laughs> the subject so there what? are those
0: um little side rooms which you guys might have repurposed them now they had like vats where you think little like squidlings were kind of uh had in their homes uh, i don't know what y'all situation is for actual sleeping on this ship or what those arrangements are as you recall it's got the cargo hold in the bottom layer which is a large room with crates and shit in it and then that same bottom floor had like these separate uh that was the only room where it had, like, private rooms, but each one had just a giant tank inside. Um, so you could repurpose those as bedrooms or as a locked prison-type area. Yeah. and Because the second it's floor is of... like, got engineering room and then kind of an open area. And then the third floor is the pilot, and then, like, there's a kind of a captain's room with, like, a table and stuff in there. So I guess you could
5: technically repurpose that as a... Uh, bedroom too. Yeah, I, I just pick one, but
4: uh, I saw I saw Chris's facial expression. This is all purely science. No, what science. I was gonna
1: say, what I was gonna say earlier is that my initial reaction was like, can Edmund study him to see if there's a cure for Chardonnay sickness? Yeah, but it sounds like Edmund wants to study him, but not for a cure. He just wants to know more What's about coming? how the sickness. <laughs>
4: progresses. I mean, I mean, there is some of that in there. I mean, I, I imagine at some point he's going to realize, okay, you know, this is going to get worse for Edmund. Mm, uh, yeah, yeah. He may become this way. How can I stop it? But still be in possession of the Charlin. So there is some of that, you know. Okay.
1: It's very. It's, it, this is very much like like the mad scientist. Uh. uh what do you call it? Justification of like. <laughs> well, I have to do terrible things to the subject because that will lead to mm-hmm. advances in science that will help everyone.
0: Well, what it'll lead to is inspiration for you because I think it's very appropriate for your character <laughs> to be doing <laughs> that with horror. Uh, and while Robin, I'll give you inspiration for the hilarious morality chat with the seramorph as well.
5: Do you guys enjoy. Oh, Edmund tells the group, "Don't worry about Horror. I'll take care of him. And basically, no one ever
4: sees Horror again.
0: <laughs> just occasionally hear very odd, unsettling noises from that room. Uh, yeah, that's so creepy.
4: It's not necessarily bad. It's just it's, uh, he's he's a messed up. He's drugged, druggy. I mean, mm-hmm. you know,
5: gotta detox no him. him.
4: There's no happy yeah. ending here. Yeah." I don't know if I would detox him. I would still
1: Yeah, I saying, this that's what we're talking about. He like Edmund isn't trying to help who he's trying to like <laughs> study the illness.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he is a just a large lab rat. Alright, so you guys enjoy a long rest as you go over uh the Sea of Moving Ice for uh really the better part of a day and you're just You're trying to go low enough, obviously high enough where you can still fly safely, but low enough to where you can try to see. And, you know, you guys don't have, like, you know, radar or any kind of technology stuff. It's literally just kind of eyeballing stuff as you go. But you're at least looking for a a pretty big, uh, you know, recognizable island with shit on there, and there's not much else out here. So uh, it's just a lot of, like, chunks of icebergs and whatnot. And then finally, towards the end of uh, really a day, because you're flying around your ship, you know, it's not getting tired or anything, so you've got a pretty good clip going. Uh, you think you've gone a couple dozen miles, uh, well beyond sight of the uh, Icewind Dale landmass, and in the distance you can see a small icy island encased in a thick fog, which you would hazard, or which you would guess, is an extreme hazard for any ships that would be approaching by sea. Thankfully, you are not approaching by sea. And then as your ship, uh, and you know, you can call out to, uh, you can kind of see it on the third floor, but maybe some of you,
5: I, where are you guys on this ship? Generally, I know Edmund's back talking to the. Um, I mean, probably,
1: Varun's probably just somewhere comfortable and until we get to something of interest, then he, then he would be out looking okay. at it. It'd, it'd be like, like a tourist, just, you know, like he's <laughs> yeah. on board doing his own thing until like, oh, hey, there's. You know, a fog cloud It's probably after. not comfortable to
0: be outside in in these conditions until there's something to look at, yeah. Uh, but yeah, definitely... Uh, well, and you guys are actually having to look for something, so at least some of you have to be outside searching. And at some point, somebody spots something in the distance, oops, and uh, you guys can call back to the uh, Saramor, Vorin, I believe is his name, and you can uh, see the ship start to turn towards that island, and then a, a crackling fills the air, like all your air kind of stands on end and a bolt of lightning shrieks from a direction uh slamming into the ship's hull giving sparks just throughout the entire ship and arcing into several of you we're gonna let fate determine which three it was uh, there's also a time to remind that everybody still gets your temporary hit points, is that correct?
1: Yes, everybody does have 15 temporary hit points.
0: Okay, that will be relevant.
1: I'll put that... no, I can't put that on.
0: Alright. Token fate will determine... Let's do do this three times, but I will roll again if we get the same one.
1: This lightning is coming from the ground? Like, where is this coming Doesn't from? Doesn't seem
0: like it's coming from the ground. Okay. Take right, it twice. No, it, it can't go twice to you. I'll do one more. All right, Frey, no. Celeste, and Edmund. uh, You all get uh, seemingly, you're not quite sure, but it seemed to slam into the ship, and then it arced, once it hit the ship, arced into just a random trio of you. So Frey, I guess I'll do Celeste, and Edmund. I need dexterity
5: saving throws. For... Wow, Celeste is a plus 8. My goodness. Also, you have to remind me to tell Rochelle, but her
0: AC should not be 14. That is fucked up. I <laughs> uh, I checked back, Stay, and right? yeah. it, it should be 17, as it was the last three levels. I don't know where oh, she it, got 14 it,
3: it from. It dropped... Some... Yeah, okay. That did seem oddly low, but... Yeah. No, she lost the gloves or something that she had that gave her a bonus to her AC. She got them back when she... She lost them when she was a zombie.
0: Yeah, she hasn't been a zombie for like, literally her, I mean, her AC was fucked up when she was a zombie, but that was literally back at like little seven or eight or something. Like, it should be a...
3: She lost them pretty recently, though. Like, she...
0: Uh, According to my notes, she's still attuned to them, unless you can find somewhere where somehow she lost those gloves, but... Uh, this is her deck save, which she rolled very well in.
5: That is
1: reminding you that she takes no damage, then.
0: No damage?
1: It was Evasion. Her amonkness allows her to dance away.
0: Well, that is pretty good. Uh, oh, uh, okay. So Celeste, Celeste takes no... Uh, what about Frey? Does Frey have that?
3: No, I don't have that.
0: Okay. Uh, well, 19 you, you is...
3: got danger sense. Danger sense. Yeah.
0: Alright, well... Oh, shit. 49 lightning damage uh edmund if you wanted to roll that inspiration you certainly could uh Frey, uh with your 19 you would take
5: half damage and with my sword i will take none um it's arcing from the ship a bolt of a what <laughs> you
0: surmise a magical bolt of lightning has slammed into the ship and has arced into several of you
4: I'm trying to narrate this so that's why I'm asking these questions so yeah. I'm in the chamber with horror, uh, and, and just lightning just shoots out from like the wall of the ship
0: yes the entire wall like, smells of burning like everything seems to be like sizzling for a second like clearly something has attacked the ship and literally a
4: bolt of lightning is just shot out and hit you let's just say with my high reflexes or perhaps doesn't we'll see. <laughs> that I I hear or feel the the ship get jolted. And I'm looking around real quick, and uh, let's add a four to my dexterity
0: save. Okay, with a seventeen with your flash of genius, you are able to take half damage uh, on that. What did you What did you say earlier, Frey, about your sword taken?
3: My absorbing rune as a uh, reaction, I can turn that on and gain resistance to that type of damage. Okay, so I'll take half of half.
0: Half of half. Gotcha. All right, your your uh, axe is temporarily glowing with a lightning damage as you've lifted it up and right as that lightning start to arc. Um, the ship violently lurches as you feel that horrible, um, you know, stomach-churning feeling of losing altitude very quickly. And uh, you. some of you who are in the—actually, uh, most of you are probably in the, the top uh, helm room— uh, hear or see the uh ceramorph fall to the ground out of the helm. By the way, is like a floating chair with like a helmet, uh, like diodes that go into the uh head, and uh, he falls to the ground and he's breathing heavily and says,
5: "The crystal, the crystal, we're going down." Moments later, you hear the
0: beating of a large pair of wings rushing towards you and the force of it causing the nautiloid to rock against the violent air current.
3: Oh god damn it.
0: What do you guys do?
5: All right, so lightning hit us. It's the goddamn dragon. What dragon?
1: There's no lightning dragons out here.
3: It's the big ass white fucking dragon that has the di- the skeleton on its back. But we it are in lightning. her territory. It,
1: but it shot lightning at us. That's Yeah.
3: The white dragons shoot lightning.
1: How does the white dragon shoot ice? Blue dragons shoot lightning. I know
2: that. <laughs> then we're real fucked up. there's a blue one up here too. <laughs>
0: well you guys argue what kind of dragon is coming.
3: We're <laughs> <laughs> proper fucked now.
0: Yeah. Uh if you would like to let's see.
1: Uh Maybe like a, a, the like hearing that the ship's going down, the the, the, the our pilot is telling hey, us that we're we real, real
0: quick. Both of you give yeah. me a, a history or nature check as you literally okay. have this argument and see what you know about dragon, <laughs> uh, what you know about possible dragons. Uh, I can mechanicalize your argument.
1: Yep.
0: All right, well, Robin, you <laughs> phrase the screaming. It's some kind of crazy lightning dragon. Um. <laughs> Uh, Valravan, you are fairly certain that dragons, mini dragons, are capable of casting spells. Regardless of okay. what kind of dragon they are, they may uh, be very limited right. in their spells. Okay. And then, of course, um, the more powerful a dragon is, the more spells and the more stronger the spells would be. So a any kind of spell coming from a dragon might not be able to identify what dragon that is. Uh,
1: gotcha. Because they might just be casting spells. Might might be casting spe- spells. Lightning bolts, as it were. Um, All right, well, Verovan will ask the, the pilot, the, the Ceramorph, um, what can we do, my little friend, to uh, delay our crashing?
0: He actually looks injured from the feedback of it. Like, uh, as if uh, he was physically, has been physically impaired because of whatever connection he had to the ship had been so violently severed. Um, so you feel like you could. He, he's like literally like kind of bleeding out of like. I don't know if they have ears. <laughs> but uh, he, he looks like he's been injured from that and. He kind of looks out, at,
3: of orifices.
0: out of orifices, yeah. He looks like he's in, in trouble. So that would be one option. Um, but then he also uh, cries out about uh, the
3: crystal! Uh, the sip! Uh, th- th- we're gonna go down if we
1: can't pilot it! Um, I, all I, right. I can try, but... Um, Barrowman has a potion of healing. He can give. He can give the little Sarah morph uh, pilot. Drink this, my friend. It'll help you steer. Okay. Uh,
0: yeah, you can. You can absolutely give him a potion of healing. Uh, he would kind of look What's at there? that, sniff it, maybe dip a tentacle. No, he wouldn't do all that. He, he's we're in panic mode. Um, um, he just kind of yeah. In fact, you kind of pour it up to his uh, giant whittling tentacles. He opens his mouth. And it's that really creepy, like just circle with just razor teeth in there and, uh, just kind of, he'll snatch it with a tentacle and, <laughs> picturing a lot of, Seven uh, hit points. Davy Jones from
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> Mars of the Caribbean.
1: Like he's just drawing it into his mouth. Yeah.
0: Just grab it with a little tentacle. Uh, he grabs it. What are the rest of you doing? Some of you may, like I said, be in different areas of the ship.
4: Can we run to the, uh, like, the top of the ship
0: or a viewing deck or something? Sure, yeah. All three levels, um... Do have uh, outer areas you can run to, but yeah, the the top, the third floor, is where the the helm is located, um, and and where the piloting happens. So that would be the main area.
1: Oh, yeah. I guess it's a little late now. It is a little late now. Actually, I'm not. I, I won't do it. I was I was gonna say like, Marrowman would have resummoned Lord Marbury because we did have a long rest.
0: Oh, but would you have if you're just sit chilling on the ship the whole time, like?
1: Uh, cause, I mean, it is 24 hour. I guess he probably wouldn't have done it until we're closer, actually. Cause it, yeah. Because I think it's a day that he's around.
0: Does it take an action, or is it a longer summon?
1: Uh, it's just an action. No, no, I'm sorry, 10 minutes.
0: Oh, 10 minutes, okay. Well, that, yep. that might be tricky. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, And it lasts, I think, until the next day.
0: Yeah. Uh, So, sorry, Edmund, What? Uh, what were you saying? You would go up to the. Oh yeah, just the observation area. Okay. Oh, you want to go up the observation deck? Do you want to go up to where the the pilot is? And. Um. There's a second level that's basically almost all open to the sky. That would that would give you the most visibility. Yeah. All right, there. Okay. Uh, you pop out there. Why don't you give me a perception check? With disadvantage through the wind and the fog, to try to identify what's coming at. That's that's a damn good perception check. Um, Edmund, you run up to that second level uh, observation deck and can kind of lean over the rail, and you see with this this shape in the distance gaining speed very rapidly spreading out with wings, you recognize a large white dragon and just on the back of her back is a, what looks like a seated figure.
3: I will the DM that I did put one of my uh, exploding sticks in that seated figure.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You sure did. You sure fucking did. (laughs) That's an excellent (laughs) callback.
1: Yeah. (laughs)
4: And can you remind me? It's been a while, but did we piss it off of some sort? Or it has been oh, a while. Yeah. This this would be a previously oh, on for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So this, this was is, a whole. You
3: know, Go ahead. Hold the fast one with the boat and stealing its hoard, and uh, cream had gotten a bow of its uh, make, and we told the dragon that the the people went north <laughs> and we were going south, and he doesn't necessarily know that's a lie, right? <laughs> <laughs> She's going to eat us. Basically, is what it roils down to. She is 100% going to eat us.
0: Last time, there was definitely some... minute. Yeah, you... you, So, that was the the ship you'd gotten to with the treasure. A dragon landed on it. A massive dragon. And uh, you guys managed to talk your way out of it through a bunch of hilarious, crazy shenanigans. Where you ended up with half-split parties and all kinds of... Multiple lies upon lies. But you escaped with your lives... And now she is bearing down upon you. Uh, Frey, what are you doing during this situation? So, I don't know where what, you... Or where are you, what's I guess. The map
4: of the ship? You said uh, I'm in the second
5: open the, area?
3: Yeah, there's a third level above you.
4: Yeah, I'll, I can throw you guys on the map. Yeah, but somehow I'm more open? Yes. Do I know where everybody is? Uh... Oh. Okay, so it's like, um, I'm gonna actually I don't even know how to describe this shape, but okay. I'm going to
0: add this, uh, daylight mode is on. Why can it's you
4: like really- one of those cheese, round cheeses with like a wedge cut out.
3: It's a baby bell. Oh, you know what would help
0: is if I shared the, there's a side view I've got in the player handout section. Yeah, I remember it now. Yeah. Okay. I think it was there. Do well, I know where everybody is? There it is. So here's what the ship looks like from the side. So right, those are the three right. levels. So Edmund, you were in that lower right area, and then you basically went left into the cargo hold, and then you and then the stair, you know, the stairs aren't visible on this map, but you went up and then to that second level that's completely open, basically, at least that left side of the second level. The third level that's encased is where the main uh, helm is and the piloting equipment and everything. So you've run up and uh, basically identified the threat. Uh, Valravn, you are... you fed a potion of healing to the Ceramorph, which appears to have revived him, and he's kind of clamoring back up into the helm um, and kind of nods at you. Uh, Frey, what are you doing when this happens? Also, I
1: should should tell you that chat thankfully reminded me that... um, Find greater steed never goes away. It doesn't ever expire. So Lord Marbury's here.
0: Oh, it doesn't have a duration? No. Okay. okay. Until it,
1: until it dies. Or I dismiss it.
0: Gotcha. Well that okay, that's helpful.
1: So Lord Marbury is coming to Val Robin's aid. Okay.
3: <laughs> he... Uh Bray is on the top deck and she's just looking out. Knowing that it's that goddamn dragon. And trying to judge how far the dragon is.
0: Yeah. Uh. I will let you do a perception check then at disadvantage to try and judge how far the dragon is.
3: That's not gonna go well. <laughs>
4: pop out here to look. You see, I, I knew how far the dragon was.
0: Uh. Yeah, I can give the information. Um, so, well, both of you. You
3: At this know, p- but I know both.
0: At this point, yeah. Uh, you judge that the dragon is over a hundred feet away. But you also judge that she is rapidly gaining. And oh. your ship uh is, is not has never been built for speed. Uh that's, you know, it's not what it's there for. Um, obviously, it's still faster than most land vehicles, just because it doesn't have to deal with terrain. But uh, a you imagine a dragon, especially one of her size, would be able to overtake you anyway. And obviously, when you're uh, kind of been crippled like this, uh, it might happen quicker than you would even think. So, uh, the Ceramorph does crawl back into his chair, reach up, you know, grab... Uh, the diodes and plant them in there. You can see he's still got blood everywhere, but he's at least conscious. The that's, that's not good! I, I can't feel the crystal at all! I think whatever happens might have destroyed it! We're gonna go down! I hope you've got a plan!
4: Can I run to them? Sure, you can run to them. Right, um, where are they?
0: Uh, they're up the stairs. You can hear this happening. You, you can hear that, because he's shouting at this. Yes, I would like to run to my group. Okay. You can run up to the group. Um, and then as this, and then as all those things happened, you see this this huge white dragon comes into full view, flying in at full speed. And over the roar of the wind, you can just hear her shout, Excellent shot, Malthorand! We'll show these mind flayers that Icewind Dale is no place for them! Now it's my turn! You can see her opening her maw as a blast of her freezing breath just slams into the ship, crashing into walls. The ship walls just start, those, those fleshy bits of the wall just start freezing up and splitting apart and all of this Breath ends up getting all up in your business.
3: How close is she now?
0: Uh, now she is within 60 feet and I need everyone to give me constitution saving throws against her freezing breath.
1: Oh boy. Just move it into the ship?
0: Yep. And it's a massive massive conical attack that just envelops the entire thing. And it appears the ship itself is taking severe damage as well. And it is now, which I don't know if you can hear the, the wind sound effect I've got going, but now
3: I, I suddenly just oh, yes. pieces the of the ship is very loud.
0: breaking apart.
3: So if 14's not high enough, let me know and I'm going to use one of my special dice.
0: <laughs> 14 is not high enough. Oh, please use your special dice. Now would be a great term to transform into one <laughs> while they're crashing.
3: Well, wait, do I still have my uh, Bardic Inspiration, or is it. that gone now? Oh, uh, we long rested, so it's gone. Okay, yeah. All right, so yeah, I'm going to use one of my special dice, if 14 isn't high enough.
0: Uh, it is not high enough. For...
3: Um, what I'm going to do, yes. what Robin's
1: going to do, oh, poor Lord Marbury. Um, <laughs> what Robin's going to do is pull out uh, something that he was given a long time ago that he doesn't remember where he got it even though it was probably like days ago in uh, universe time, uh, the charm of the ice troll. And just hold it out in front of him, like eyes closed, holding it out in front like like it's hopefully will protect him from any of this damage.
0: Uh, please share that in the chat, because I've also forgotten about this. I- I'm sure I've forgotten half the things I've given you all this point. I
3: have a 17 now.
0: Uh, Charm allows you to use your reaction. You take cold damage. Reduce the damage to zero, and you regain. Oh, that's right. You get this from the ch- the Chingwa, I think. Twinga. That's
1: right. It was it was little fairy Goods! Little yeah. fairy dudes. Yeah, I was like, yeah. that
0: is a useful ability. Wow, you reduce the damage to zero and regain a number of hit. Well, as it doesn't it matter doesn't too much matter, at
1: this point. But, yeah, but I can. I, I, it's a one time.
0: On that's awesome.
1: Varun probably knows enough about dragons to understand that this dragon might one-hit kill him <laughs> right now. <laughs> so... <laughs> That's
0: very fair. Uh, let's do... Con save for Celeste. Actually, I can do both them together. So we'll do the damage first.
1: Lord Marbury got a respectable 19.
0: Uh, that is respectable.
1: See, if you just put the word respectable on the front, suddenly it becomes a good number.
0: Unfortunately, the DC is a 22.
1: Oh. Boy,
0: I rolled uh, a little bit low on the damage, which is 60.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, come on. Okay, hold on. So,
3: taking the, the I mean, cold there's damage... There's one HP more than needs to kill Lord Marbury. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs>
1: Goodbye, Lord Marbury. He gets, he gets enveloped in yeah. this ice breath, and just the green mist that had summoned him from the Fey Realm yep.
0: uh,
3: expels him back to it. Oh. So, upon taking the cold damage... Ray would realize we need to get this damn dragon's attention, and she's going to shoot just one thing of her Wand of Magic Missiles at the dragon's nose. She's just going to point it towards the dragon and hope she hits it just one, because she won't hurt.
0: Yeah. But Uh, it's
3: enough to get its attention.
0: Okay, let me... uh, Yes, you can do that. Let me get through uh, this damage, and then we'll go through all of your actions. Um, Will you allow me to cast Flash of Genius for this... I will allow you to use another Reaction, yes. I'm, uh, essentially this is a new round, I'm just not putting you guys in formal combat for this, but, yes, you you may use another Reaction. Uh, by all means, use up those Flash of Geniuses. Eat that shit, (laughs) This would be a good time. That would, yeah, so you rolled a 19, so with a fucking 23, 23, that actually is good enough con to have that cold damage. Is only thirty. Valravn uses up his charm in what might be the play of the game, uh, reducing that to zero.
1: He was, was the, he was not going to make that concept. Yeah, <laughs> there was no way.
0: And now we're going to see if my uh, macro works for PCs. I'm going to try to do that. For our, let's see damage is sixty. Uh, Wait,
3: Don't I uh, have a ring of warmth on? Doesn't that give me some kind of protection? Some of you may have. Yeah, Yeah. you guys
0: need to, this would be a time to look up things.
3: (laughs) What do you have? (laughs) Apparently, it's not...
0: Rolled very badly for both of them.
1: The ring of warmth gives you, uh...
0: I think it's resistance. Resistance. Which is...
3: So I would only take half, then.
0: So, I have, let's see.
3: I know I put it back on at some point.
0: Yes, you do have Ring of Warmth attuned.
3: So that gives me resistance to cold damage, then. Correct,
0: which means you would take half.
3: I'd take 30 of that. So that, 0, minus 28. Okay. Wow, that did not change my uh, token, but it changed my character sheet. That's interesting. Okay.
1: Uh, I've been seeing that a lot lately. Rochelle was talking about that last week.
0: Uh... Let me re-put the tokens on, maybe. Would that fuck you guys up if I delete your tokens real quick and put them back on here? Yes. Okay, I'll do it then. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's fine, I can see it on my character sheet. I don't my know my if that will sh- fix it or not. i got my character sheet up, that's fine. Okay. Um. So yeah, I'm gonna shoot one volley of my Wand of Magic Missiles. 15, because of the temperature. At the pets. dragon.
0: Okay, Um. so just to reiterate... Well, Robin took no damage because of the charm. You I took, took half, to half because of the resistance. And Edmund took half because he managed to use Flash of Genius to make the save. Um,
3: Leston and Simplecreen are taking it all.
0: They both took it all, and oh, I, no. I I did apply their temper hit points okay, good. back in. And I had previously long rested with them. So just confusingly, when they level up, they'll, they'll still level up, but they'll be at damage state. So this is going to be a little wonky, but...
3: You'll need to take probably screenshots of their of their character sheets before you let them level up, so that way you can put it back.
0: Just in case. Because I don't know if it levels up, I don't know if it auto-heals you guys or not. It does. It does. Yeah. It does,
3: yeah. So that's why I said you'll have to take a screenshot okay. of their character sheet.
0: Yeah. Um, unfortunately, we've got a lot of NPCs in here as well. I don't think they have as good as saves as you guys.
3: <laughs> oh, forgot about them. I just
1: realized the DM is clearing
0: the board. <laughs> <laughs> That'll He's take like, care of that business. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All these hangers <laughs> on. <laughs> 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 uh, really once in a while, right? Oh, like you... damn. The fucking...
2: Oh. And yet, and yet a
0: 21. Is
2: oh, not enough. that's so that's depressing.
0: He fucking he did his best, you guys. He did his
1: best. Mm-hmm. Damn. He was he was trying to like pilot the ship to the very end. He was now Volravnka. Well, no, I'll st- he's
0: still he's still alive. Oh yes. He, is. he oh. actually has a without even cheating. He has he has more than sixty hit points. Okay. So he is still alive. He's just heavily injured. He's like fr- it's not the feedback thing from the... So he's still on the helm, but he's just like like shivering. Like you know, clearly less used to getting this damage than all of you. Yeah. Um, unfortunately your other NPCs are probably at well yeah, the the two cooks just get completely obliterated. (laughs) Um Deson has to make this save, or he's pretty fucked as well.
1: We should've just left them
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean you were they were kind of screwed either way. Uh yeah, Dazan goes down. I I will say he he's a slightly more named NPC. If any of you wanted to, and I'm not gonna make you, um, I will have him in like an unconscious dying state instead of being completely gibbed. But that is his situation. You hear him wherever he's at, give out a strangled cry. All uh,
1: right, yeah. Uh,
0: and then the other I mean, one,
1: Ed, Edmund's the one that made legs for the man. <laughs> yeah, if you've got
0: you playing nanny to all these. And then, uh. Damn, uh, good saves are just strangely not good enough. Yeah. Uh, however, Quarwer also is made of sterner stuff and actually survives that blast. I oh, know. Just heavily, heavily damaged. <clears throat> All right, so yes, now that that's been concluded, Frey, you take aim with your wand and can fire off a volley. Fire the missile!
2: <laughs> fire everything! <laughs>
3: just again just trying to get her attention
2: Well, i i'm you literally out
3: on the, her yeah well no i'm out on the edge of the deck okay so where everyone else is i think more like in the the cockpit area yes so and it would only be three magic missiles what is that 3 d4 plus 4 or something like I love that love you
0: choosing to hold back in this situation <laughs> I'm only going down on an airship with a dragon flying towards me, I better serve some yeah. of these
3: missiles. <laughs> well, I have a reason, so I need her to get Fair a enough. little closer first.
0: Fair enough. Uh, I, I don't remember, what is the magic
3: missile? What thing? is the magic missile? 1d4 like one... plus 1 force damage for each for dart. And, yeah, and the originating volley shoots 3. So it would be three D four plus three, which is what I said. Okay. Choo choo choo.
2: All right. So it just
3: hits her for twelve total damage.
0: Yep. That is there's no attack roll or save or
2: anything. Nope, so just am, bam bam bam. Yep.
3: And then just she's just like holding up she's like a flare.
2: <laughs> Get the kids! <laughs> Like, and we talk!
3: <laughs> Can okay. you stop for a half a minute and we talk?
0: As as she's doing that, what do what what is Edmund what is Edmund doing? Having been blasted by this freezing breath, and now the ship is just falling apart around you as it's careening down.
4: I'm casting a spell. Okay. Do I have time to cast a minute long spell?
0: A minute long spell? Uh I might let you cast that spell, but you I think you're correct in saying you are going to be casting the spell for right now. <laughs> you want to keep those cards close to the chest uh, at the moment?
4: No, I mean, I'll see if you let me do this, but I'm not sure how I got this, but Liaman's tiny hut.
0: <laughs> I think I think this that's hilarious. I I think this might have also been from the Twinga charm. Oh. Does that sound familiar? I—I may mean, pull back my notes from. What was that? The Goliath place.
4: I have no idea, but I put in my spell slot. Y'all
0: gonna bring, <laughs> y'all gonna have like bibliography fucking footnotes of where, where, where these I things come from. <laughs> I need like yeah. hyperlinks built in, or I can see where did I get this.
1: Give be a history of this item, please. Yeah. The last owner. Oh damn. I only ask
0: that because I think this is like like his charm, or it's like a one-use effect, but um, I, I I can use it three times. Oh, three times. Okay, that one's a little better. Uh, what was Goliath level nine? Yeah, I do think this would this is, and I had you guys randomly roll for what the treasures would be for the wingas. Go... Shit, it's it's can tab. I'm gonna look this up. Where are?
4: I'd like to try to cast that.
0: Okay, um, I'm of a mind to let now. How does the spell? Springs, and this is a, around and above... Okay, so it domes around you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, nine creatures, medium-sized or small, can fit inside the dome with crit- you.
1: Crit- a hamster ball!
0: <laughs> I know! The spell fails if its area includes a larger creature or more than nine creatures. Creatures always obviously the dome when you cast a spell, can move through it freely. All other creatures are obviously barred from passing through it. Spells with magical effects can extend to the door and be cast through it. Okay, uh, so let me make sure this is where I think it came from. That's actually pretty funny. I got charms. Okay, so... Oh, everybody. Um... Yeah, they close. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> just begins casting a spell. Uh, yeah, one was the Cold... Oh, one was just Cold Resistance. One was the Snowball Strike. I think that's the one that... That's mine. ...prey got.
3: Which I haven't used yet.
0: Yeah, Charm of the Ice Troll was one of them. Uh, create food and water charm of the traveler's haven, three charges, as an action you can expend one of the charms charges to cast laments tiny Hut spell, cool. no components required, okay yep, so two of you are using your uh, finite use items which I always appreciate, but you are <laughs> correct in that that takes a full minute uh, to yep. cast, and you guys are currently going down, so you just see Edmund uh, you're, you're having to pull out this physical object that this creature gave you or this mystical object, I guess, uh, to be able to cast from it. Um, Alright, so Valravan, you see a Frey is outside. Uh, you can see her probably because it's the ship's all broke to hell. Um, appears to be shooting and, f- and screaming at an assailant, which you're not still sure what the situation is. Uh, and then you see Edmund casting a spell in the background. We'll assume Mbawedon and Celeste are running around repairing the ship to the best of their abilities.
1: Yeah, hel- helping,
3: yeah, keep the ship in the air as long mm-hmm. as it can stay there. Um... Uh-oh. Uh-oh, they're back again. <laughs> you know,
0: my, my block list has this person on there like 20 times. I don't understand what the fucking point is Th- of the block list.
1: That is list. odd that it's the same username. Yeah. That, that is...
0: <laughs> I, I don't like what... I, it, so, YouTube, please. <laughs> please.
1: Well, how does this work? What, what, yeah. How does this how does it work?
0: Um, the tenacity, I'll give him that
1: <laughs> Say
0: dude, <it> every time <laughs> Now word up. from our sponsors
1: <laughs> <laughs> Cat69XYZ No, don't <laughs> <laughs> Just encourages
0: <laughs> it <laughs> Uh. Oh, i finally I'm broken down I'm like, alright, you know what, fuck it You're now a sponsor
1: I want
0: to the show. Go ahead. <laughs> it finally wore me down. Uh,
1: um, Baron, does he know? I mean, has he seen the dragon? Like, is he aware?
0: Of you have that? not. Well, I was oh, gonna sorry. say the ship uh, is falling apart. I, go ahead.
4: It's just falling apart. I saw him, and then I ran in. I'm casting Leviathan's Tiny Hut. Yes. And be like brace yourselves there's a giant white dragon out there i think we saw him before and it looks angry so yeah frey's really like...
3: trying to wave it down you could hear her yelling can we talk for a minute please all right
1: um i was going to go out with with uh, frey uh,
4: don't leave my tiny hut. <laughs> How ten w- foot
0: radius?
1: Okay. okay. Now, now that he knows, okay, but now that now Varrova Var- Var knows that a, a tiny hut is being cast, I want to say that he second. is he, he is being aware of the time, and he will <laughs> go back to the hut when it, uh, if it's uh, uh, the, the, the casting time is coming up.
3: The hut's not going to save you if we crash into the ground. We'll actually, I think. I
1: think it'll become like a hamster
3: ball, and us inside
1: will survive.
4: And at least we'll be comfortable when we crash. (laughs)
1: That's right. We'll be comfortable.
4: (laughs) That's important.
1: As as all of our NPCs and friends die around
2: us.
3: Um, okay. I know this Go. is D and real physics doesn't actually make sense in in D but it's still not going to save you. Well, I, 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 feel, I, I, I don't. I mean, I feel like we're we're, we're
1: pushing the use case of, of the tiny hut here, but
0: that's what dandy is. Really, just <laughs> you're, you're just all lawyers, like trying to appeal, <laughs> your honor. Now, if I were to spring a house around me while falling from yeah. the sky, <laughs> a magical house. Through which yep. things cannot pass through yeah does my inertia still come into effect
1: that is the question if mm-hmm. we go into this hut and it, the hut is falling does our inertia splat us inside of the hut <laughs> or is the hut uh free of inertia on the inside i, I don't know
4: the problem is and i'm hoping we just don't get hit by another cold blast i mean so, that's fair that's fair yeah, I'm yeah. happy with that that's true I'll let yeah. you determine, like, what impact we take, but... Because
0: <laughs> it says, correct me for a moment, you guys can pass through freely, correct? hmm you No, know,
4: once we leave, we can't get back in, though.
0: But if you're in, can you make it so people can't get out, or is it always just able to pass?
2: No, you no, can no, pass it says, through.
1: it says that creatures and objects within the dome, when you cast it...
0: Can move it through can freely. come and go,
1: can come and go freely. Okay. Oh, sorry.
0: That might so be a only- problem for you guys, <laughs> if your inertia still carries you, and all of you go flying out of the hut, is what I'm trying to picture. Oh, that's... that's but maybe you can fly with... So it, yeah, it gets a lot, because it... And the other question is... Oh, no, it does say immobile. This is really tricky when you cast it while moving. <laughs> 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 I feel yeah, like... I to Yeah, Heather, look up and see there's a Jerry Crawford rule for if I, if I summon the hut while... If I summon an immobile hut while moving, does the hut suddenly, when it's cast since the hut is immobile would it literally just stay frozen and everybody would just sail right fucking
4: through it so, this is up to dm discretion because as one person argues the planet is still moving when you cast all it. right
2: so <laughs> somebody <laughs> argue
4: that so it's like all right if you cast it on a big enough of a ship you know does it go with the ship versus like someone's trying to argue casting on like a small carriage uh you know it wouldn't necessarily right. go with the carriage so it's it's You know, one person said DM discretion. I don't know if there's an official ruling or not, but...
1: Of course, we're pushing this to the extreme
2: case. This is an extreme case. It's also hilarious. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
0: You're also assuming it would take a minute to crash, and you're not quite sure if it would.
4: I did say I would try it. I don't know what's going to happen, but... Yeah.
3: Dragon's Breath can pass through the hut per Jeremy freaking Crawford. Uh, Dragon's Breath can? How? Why? <laughs> what, where is that written down?
0: <laughs> is it because it's not a spell or a magical effect?
1: Yeah. It's just a natural oh.
0: thing the dragon can do? Yeah.
1: Oh. It's, yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. But that I thought logic, you
3: couldn't shoot, like, arrow.
1: Yeah, but say, by that logic, we've been, we've been using it wrong the entire time.
3: You, you can't shoot, like, weapons or anything like that, but a dragon's breath is innate to that creature. It's not a magical thing. It's not... Um, it's not Like, physical. something special. It's not physical. It's just part of that that's creature. A, that's so, a weird
0: edge case.
2: I so, was reading
3: about that, like, last week because of something else <laughs> that was going on. I was trying to figure out a, a ruling on something, and there there was very, uh, like, Jeremy Crawford was, like, very much into the, uh, because that's part of who that person is or that character is, then... It's n- it's not considered like something that's magical to stop. Like the tiny hut would stop a magical yeah, effect. From derailed that. the <laughs>
0: narrative tension of this entire. So, season.
1: so by that logic, by that logic, a man could walk up to the Liam's tiny hut and spit on it. Yes. The- I'm oh glad you went with spit. I'm
0: glad you went with spit. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, there are
1: other ways we're going go with that. <laughs> Just Repeatedly, that sex bot's gonna be back I'm... real quick. Because,
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not a weapon. If he uses it as a weapon, then yes, but if he's just spitting,
2: what if he's
0: infected with something?
1: <laughs> <laughs> then it becomes a weapon. If, if his, his spit is magical for some reason, <laughs>
0: his yeah. spit is magical. Okay.
1: Yeah, no
0: so Crawford. Slightly off. Comment,
3: yeah, Crawford. This is why I love
0: this stupid fucking spell. The
3: breath <laughs> weapon. This is specific. It says the breath weapon of a dragon is not a spell or a magical effect, and presumably wouldn't be considered an object. Mm-hmm. So therefore, would it go through Liam and his tiny hut? Honestly, and I Crawford wish... responds, "Yes." Wow. I wish I wish Eric had known this last
1: campaign, so that he or or his last campaign. So that he could have come up with creative ways that creatures could have used their bodily excretions <laughs> to attack <laughs> inside of the hut.
2: Yeah, a, just, a lot of creatures oh, have like acid
1: spit oh. and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, they Like know. all the Kruthix yeah. I
0: just had were, or the ones yeah. I used, the heavily modified ones. Indeed. Interesting.
1: Where, where, where were we now? <laughs>
0: Our sister show, where we just do lawyer talk about different rulings, which would probably be pretty entertaining. Yeah. Uh, you guys are in the middle of crashing. A dragon is beating down on you. You have just taken a bunch of frostbreath damage. I yes. believe we were trying to figure out what Valravin was doing in this okay. moment.
1: But Robin's going outside to attempt to also talk to the to the dragon, if he can see the dragon.
0: At this point, you can see the dragon, yes. It's uh, 60 feet away, I think is what I said. And you, you could hear her shout... Um, or at least Frey heard about mind flayers and whatnots.
1: Yeah, but well, Robin's voice will not carry that far, probably in this howling, crashing ship. Yeah, but a message will. Yeah. So he will reach out um, telepathically to the to the dragon. Um, I forget what the name was. A- Agarist. Agosturda? <laughs> Agosturda. <laughs> Aggie, my dear. <laughs> That's, that's literally an alcoholic bitter I, that I have on my chowder.
0: <laughs> so that's what you go with. It's just, I'm going to call you what I drank last. You there, Miller Lite.
2: I'm pretty
1: sure I'm like 80% certain it started with an A.
0: You are Am correct.
1: Right? Okay, It does start with beyond an A. That, beyond that, I couldn't remember the rest of it.
0: Uh... Are, you know what? I have been mispronouncing <laughs> this, this fucking name for like 30 sessions. <laughs> I've been saying it Aviatris, it has a fucking R at the start. So I think it's supposed to be Arviatris?
1: Oh, well... So, Arv- your guess Arviatris. is as good as
0: mine at this point.
1: Alright, Arviatris, sure. Um, he will say, I don't know why
0: none <laughs> of the chat called me out on all those crafting streams.
1: <laughs> well, because no one fucking knows. That's why. Some, some no people one...
0: know. Oh, no, please, please. <laughs> people know, and they are very quick to correct me. <laughs> Somebody always knows. Uh, there's a pronunciation. R- okay. Yes. Arve Oh, my God. That's
1: how they spelled it. All right. Here is
0: the, like, like. there's a pronunciation guide.
1: Arve that's hard to say. It is. Chance.
0: <laughs> also known as the White Worm.
1: Yeah. Um, Arve, my dear girl! It's not a
0: hard arm, right there. Anyway, go ahead. I've just been fucking it up this entire time and no place. <laughs> I'm an older Crandall. Oh my gosh. <laughs>
1: Um, my dear Great Worm of the North, it is so lovely to see you again! <clears throat> I have such stories to tell you from the last time we met, which, by the way, I would like to remind the DM, I'm 80% certain <laughs> that Arveateres
3: never saw Valraven. No. You were hiding in the snow. In the last encounter. That yes, might
2: that
0: it, might be yeah. true. he
1: was. It he, is he, true. He, he teleported out of the ship. He was hiding with all the magic items back behind the <laughs> ship for a while. cowardly plan
0: does sound like. <laughs> I
1: had
0: literally buried myself. <laughs> buried myself in
1: snow.
0: <laughs> that may be true. I think it was Edmund and Thimbleweed that pulled off, like yeah. the diplomacy con at first, yeah. and then later I think it was. Frey and somebody else that did it. Anthemoline. Okay.
1: That was that was a very complicated. It was. I right should have say. reviewed it,
0: but I did not.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: but I, you, you may but be yes. correct. She may have never actually interacted or even seen you.
1: That's yes because I yes because I remember the boy trying to convince her that he was a general, and each person they met was a new was a new rank of his army. Yeah, I remember that as well. All right. Uh. Yeah. So um, he will he will act as if you know she hasn't seen him since the last time we they saw, which was uh. When he promised, he told her a story, I think, and she went off and he was going to tell her some more stories. He's like, uh, he'll, so he'll say, um, I have such stories to tell you. One of which, of how me and some other denizens of the North here, some of which I believe you have met, captured this Nautiloid vessel from the dreaded. What are they called? Cephalopods? No,
0: Mind Flayers. called them Mind Flayers. Yeah. Illithids, Mind Flayers,
1: Yeah. <laughs> I always remember what she called a second ago. Um...
0: Although Cephalopod is like a, a squid uh, creature. right? Yeah, so that's that's, yeah, that's yeah, adjacent.
1: Yep. From the dreaded Mind Flayers that you seek to destroy, but in the time being, I assure you that this ship is of no threat to you and is not a member of the Mind Flayer invasion, but is... In your service, my dear.
0: Uh, okay. As you say all this magically to her, um, she whips her head to look directly at you as she closes in, and um, she uh, takes on a horrible sneer as she stares you down and says, You little thieves! I should have known you'd... Parley with such nasty creatures as these I can smell what is mine upon you one steals from me and lives you all do recall that some of you are literally attuned to items that you found yeah <laughs> Your well, Honor, it's smell, it's, this is
1: devastating to my fuck. case. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> this is inadmissible. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> on what ground? On the
2: grounds. <laughs>
1: it's
0: absolutely a problem. Um. She, uh, the dragon closes in on the ship in just a heartbeat with claws just raking against the side and Fleshy sphincter chunks just rain down all around you as this ship is just being torn apart and rocking oh, okay. back and forth uh, Can I get a strength save from all of you, please as the ship is Lurching violently and you guys continue to careen you notice by the way that the your Ceramore friend is trying to steer Towards the island because yeah. everything else is freezing water. Right. Which
1: is it, is it freezing water or is it like frozen?
0: No, it's not frozen. It's it's still oh, okay. an ocean it's an ocean. So okay. there are chunks of frozen uh icebergs, I guess, in it. Like various sizes, but it is still very much a ocean, yeah. But give me a strength saves, please, just based <laughs> on the entire ship just lurching around.
2: Right. That's, that's,
1: right, that's right, Sylvan, yes. That's exactly what it <laughs> that's, that's how this went down. Strength, saving throw. Well, wow, that's not going to go
2: well. Mm-hmm.
0: Right you managed to plant your feet against it and hang on to the edge.
3: How close is she?
0: Uh, She is coming... She's going to be coming very close momentarily after we get these saves done. Wow! All right, so listen, Thimbleweed, both managed to stay upright All right. uh, during that moment.
4: I'm casting a spell, so I'm having trouble standing upright.
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, it, it doesn't break. It doesn't do damage. Doesn't break your concentration, but you literally like stumble and fall, and just sweat pouring down, trying to get this spell cast while this is happening. Uh, Micah, thank you for the Patreon pledge. Appreciate you. Enjoy, uh, me raining hell down upon the players with a dragon. Yeah,
1: that's always fun. Something Eric yeah. loves to do, too. I, I yeah. just like to do it.
0: Just y- you know what I like to do?
1: Fuck our ship. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I, you know what I love is when...
1: Well, you've done it before. Is,
0: is, I love the beginning of the session where you're like, you know what, I'm going to work with the Ceramorp, we're going to get somewhere, we're going to yes. establish this whole thing, and I'm thinking, like, this uh, is a great idea. Like,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> But,
0: (laughs) but I have plans, plans for this.
1: Don't devote too much energy. Don't devote too much energy.
0: Uh, The dragon obviously does not land on this on this uh, mid-crashing ship. She just flies, but she definitely gets close enough to begin um, striking at uh, some of you that are especially out there trying to chat with her, and she seems royally pissed off. First of all, uh, she unleashes her frightful presence. Wait,
1: hold on. We not, Well, I guess.
0: We have still uh, not formally an initiative at this moment.
1: Okay, okay, but it's like we are act between her things? Yeah,
0: <laughs> I, I'm trying to do the best I can, but I'm, I'm, not, I'm trying to avoid putting eyes in formal initiative for now. Okay. Um, but I'm trying to Keep give you a, like, us. you do something, she does something, you do something, she <laughs> yeah. does something kind of a deal.
3: I didn't get a chance to talk to her.
0: Uh, that's true. While Robin kind of came out and then she just screamed back, but you have a feeling yeah, she, she would have the same response. In. Yeah. <laughs> Technically,
3: um, I don't have any of your shit!
0: I need wisdom saves. He travels at 120 feet of the dragon and aware of it. Uh, are we
3: all aware. We're
0: all aware of it, yep. This is just her shit. presence alone. It is gonna make you scared
3: I'm real scared. <laughs> oh, you're
0: real scared. Despite your prostrations, uh, when she gets close, Frey, you... Are very aware of her massive, massive size. I will use size. my
3: lucky and try again. Oh
0: yeah, good point.
3: I'm still scared.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
5: Two.
0: Down. Sixteen. And as are your companions. I think everybody is affected. Uh, which means you have the frightened condition.
1: I mean, this is a terrifying situation.
0: You, yeah, like, like be mechanically you're frightened, but also you guys are just absolutely terrified of this. Uh, yeah, the ship crashing alone is very terrifying. I can't stress that enough. Like, it is just wind <laughs> whipping past your face. Like, yeah, you're having to try and have a conversation, but it's like literally you're careening and crashing down. The Ceramorph is just shouting.
3: Wait, yep. can you turn that wind sound down, though? It's like really loud. Sure. Thank you.
1: Okay, I will. It
0: will
3: you also,
1: I think you might you might be able to control the volume on your end too. Yeah, mine's not that loud. I but... tried.
3: I would not let me.
0: Oh yeah. Oh my bad. Yeah, you guys can. Should be. Yeah, able I to turn can see
3: that. it playing. I can't turn the volume down on it.
1: If you go to what is it? The gear, the gear, and then go to audio and video. There's a uh-huh. master master music volume level.
2: Oh, uh-huh. mine's. Oh at like 60%. yeah, that might help.
3: Oh, sweet yeah. bliss. Oh my god, that has been just happening yeah, in my ears. Yeah. I already mentioned it once before mine's didn't at, do anything. Mine's
0: at half volume. Uh, chat is saying that as a halfling, you have advantage on uh, being frightened.
3: That's Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. I think I do. I
0: don't think we've ever used this before.
3: Poison resistance. She's so big. Yeah, I'm very I scary.
1: Think, I don't know if you had the same token last time or not, but this is a very big token. I can't
0: remember if I've actually used the actual token, but yeah. Yeah. She, yeah, she's very big. Very, very big. Um, so the Frightful Presence, and then she will come in to... Uh, basically, she does flyby. She never lands, and her reach is such that she never uh, stays within five-foot melee range. So she kind of does a flyby... And does some damage with her attacks. One of each. So her claw is raked against the ship. Uh, She will bite at Valraven, Which her bite has a 15 foot reach. So again, never gets for the... I do!
3: I have advantage on saving throws against being frightened.
0: Okay. Yeah. So brave. You already used your.
3: I used my lucky. Yep. So that reset that one, so I can roll it one more time and see what I get. I think so. Yeah. That should be the. Yeah. You're
0: no, okay. it's still good. <laughs> still a pleasure.
3: It's a plus. Wiz is not my strength here.
0: Yeah. Not set to auto roll. Okay. All right. So this bite attack is to Val Robin. it's A twenty-seven hit, my good man.
1: Uh, I don't know. <laughs>
0: Uh, it's 18 piercing plus 5 cold damage, as her very maw is... Just has that, like, dry ice look just fuming out of it.
1: Well, the cold is halved, because I got my fur coat on. Ah. That's, that's still 20 which, total.
0: Which came from her treasure hoard.
1: <laughs> <She's> <laughs> oh, specific- actually, I didn't realize yes, that! You, oh, shit! From my notes... So I'm, I'm literally wearing <laughs> yeah. fur She's trying, trying to, like, grab... Coat?
0: Yeah. <laughs> It's it's your it's your it's your fur coat and and Thimbleweed's magic bow were okay. both from her thing, so yeah, she this,
1: is. This this really does put a dent in my argument when I walk out <laughs> to talk to her just dressed in this dressed giant in the stuff that you coat. stole from her. <laughs> Hi there Yep.
0: And then this tail attack, which has a twenty foot reach, is for Frey. Frey yeah, that hits twenty two for thirteen bludgeoning. And again, she's just doing these flybys, and she's now another probably, uh, I don't know, 25 feet away. And she can easily, easily match space, uh, match pace with this ship as it continues to crash. Uh, now you guys see that the island is in full view. You guys are getting real close. You feel like, because uh, Valravn, thanks to your uh, healing of the Ceramorph, uh, He's doing a pretty good job of uh, navigating you all. You think at this point you will at least crash into the island versus into the sea, but you think it's going to be pretty imminent. Uh, what do you all do now, Edmund? You're gonna if you want to, you want to try to get that spell off. You're gonna have to keep casting it for this uh, stage, is what I'm calling it. But you could change plans if you want to.
4: Yeah, I like suck it back up. Can I? Can I take it back now? Uh, that- I've learned that Dragon Breath is innate.
0: I will allow that, yes, since it takes then a really minute to cast. Casting, yeah. Right, yeah, I, I would not make you expend it, yeah. Uh, the ship's crashing. The ship's crashing, you just saw the dragon do a flyby and just attack both of your people at the front of the ship. Just, while your ship is crashing, this massive form comes by, fuck, fucks up the ship some more, and then, like, just whacks... Uh, your compatriots, and you are frightened. Like, RP-wise, sure, but like, mechanically, you have the frightened condition from the dragon's frightful presence as well, which means... what does that mean? Uh, I guess I have to look up what frightened means. It's not on here. Uh, You have disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls, while the source of your fear is in line of sight, and you can't willingly move closer (laughs) to the source of your fear. But what happens if you're on a ship careening towards? <laughs> it just that you can't willingly. You're not. You're unwillingly yeah. moving towards it. So,
1: right, we're not moving towards it. The the, the ground we're standing yes. on is moving towards. That is it. correct. <laughs> um. All right. So here's. I'm, once again, I'm gonna, We're we're gonna we're gonna test the limits of spell. Uh. Law here. Let's test them. Valrovin. Um is going to... Oh, shit. Well... But if we're if I do this, we're just going to be kind of... How, how close... To, how, how long before we crash?
0: <laughs> I would like to well, calculate I, that.
1: <laughs> like, looking at the ground... You think like you seconds. may have
0: one more action's worth of things to do before crashing.
1: Alright. Well, Robin's going to say, like, everyone who can, um... grab onto me... or gather around me...
0: It's time for one last orgy.
1: (laughs) Before (laughs) we die. Now is the time. Varavan is going to cast Hand of the Author, which is Bigby's hand. And he is going to attempt to use it to just grab himself and... Hold him and move him. Just move himself around. Just basically, just move him, move his body around with this right. giant hand.
0: Show show the spell. Let's see.
1: Okay.
0: I love how we're really stretching the limit of what spells can do, but I think that's very fun as well.
1: So he is I this still damage to you. Uh, I I can choose to, but I don't think I have to. Okay. Um, so one action for,
0: casting time.
1: It lasts for one minute. Okay. Um, moves at my command. It can and I can move it. How far do I can I move it? Sixty, 60 feet. feet. It's got sixty feet of movement okay. per per round, so that's pretty fast. Um, and I can grapple a huge or smaller creature within five feet. Use a hand strength score to resolve the grapple. I can choose to fail it. I assume. Um, yeah. While it's grappling, I can also use a bonus action to crush the target. <laughs> not, <laughs> not do
2: that. Yeah,
0: choose not to do that. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, but I'm just gonna have it gently, gently <laughs> caress my body, and <laughs> it's in it's giant grip, and bring me kind of bring me down with the ship, but okay, but not crash, you know, not die. Right, the ship crashes into the ground, and whoever's happening to grab onto me or grab onto the hand can do that too.
0: Well, the interesting thing is, so if if the, this is again this a tricky situation where we're casting a thing while the ship is crashing.
2: hmm
0: So, immediately, it would, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, once the hand grabs you, you it, it's not moving with the ship. It's just suspended in air, right?
3: Mm-hmm. Sure. So you would therefore be suspended in air. So just, yeah.
0: so you're going like this. You, you do a hand that suspends in air, so it goes,
3: right? Yep. Basically, yeah. Okay.
1: And then I can move it sixty feet if I wanted to. But okay. Otherwise, yeah, that's basically what's happening. Yes.
2: It's okay. like
1: plucking me out of the, the the moving thing. Okay. I mean, the way that the way huh. I don't know the the way D and D initiative goes, that technically everybody's going at the same time. Yeah, so and it's I'm not no, like, I'm, it's not like I'm leaving my teammates right, behind. Right. No. When no. It does, I'm what's...
0: not going to make you. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to picture how it's going to work. Um... I, I will say if everybody wants to jump on, they'll need to do it for their... They'll
4: need yeah. to do it this...
2: Like right stage? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
4: Um,
1: I'm about to leave the, the
4: yeah. ship behind. I'd do like you... to montage my action, I will. Go ahead, what do you want to do? I, I'm going to start charging my beam cannon. <laughs> okay. And then, uh, as we get close, I'm going to jump out the ship, but I have my winged boots. And so, I'll be floating uh, in okay. air... Okay. Aiming my beam <laughs> cannon at <laughs> <up> the dragon. <laughs> Okay. This is what That's I was hoping true. for. Just yeah. get all some badass, like, high-level
0: spell shenanigans shit y- Yannick
1: going. is right. Edmund can fly. Celeste so yeah. can fall slowly. Thimbleweed can hover. Yes. So, and I, I, I'm being... Grabbed I'm being by grabbed by, by hand. hand.
0: <laughs> yeah. Now... What, what are
1: you doing, Frank? <laughs>
0: well, before we get to that one, real quick. I, I haven't been doing a Celeste or Thimbleweeds. We've been kind of montaging them in the background, which is fine. Do you think either one of them would want to or have the wherewithal to rescue or be mindful of any of your NPCs. Just throwing that out there. Oh,
5: yeah. I we're personally dead. don't
0: care. I'm willing to kill them all, but for you guys...
3: Um, I mean, we're about to lose our ship, so keeping the Mind Flayer isn't really mean That's, that's a good point. Like, the Mind Flayer can go down with the ship.
0: <laughs> <laughs> t- and unfortunately, we, we don't... We have to... You guys have to make that decision for them, but they...
1: Yeah. I will
0: allow them through your, all of your collective decision making to determine if they would do any of that.
1: I mean, okay, so who's left? The cooks are dead, right? The cooks the cook- died yeah. from
0: the frost breath for sure.
1: Yeah. There's as, design.
0: As far as you know, I don't know if you guys were even aware of what happened in the other, because everybody was kind of spread out in areas, and uh, Warwar was uh, locked up somewhere.
1: Oh, yeah. And
0: then so- Design is the only one that you're not, he might have, let's just say he's not in the room at the moment, but you have not seen him since this happened. Okay. I know I told you you know, mechanically he is down and unconscious, but technically you guys aren't aware of that information.
1: Right. So we move it even to be able... I feel like at this point, I mean, I don't, know, I don't know about Thimbleweeder. feel like the chat is like just... also
0: weighing in on what they would do.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, I feel like at this point, like, like this, we're in like a serious like a, like yes. a plane crash yes. situation. I don't know if anybody would have the wherewithal to like save their fellow. Fantastic. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Even that, from a morality perspective, I just mean that from like a chaos perspective. Like, we're in a fucking airplane that's crashing to the ground. Yes, I I don't know if we would have the like I don't know.
4: That, that's why I asked. <clears> I don't, I don't know. know. I will say I don't remember any time in this campaign where Thimbleweed or Celeste were like, "Should we save that person?" Let me go do this <laughs> no, effort. I would disagree. I,
0: don't... I, I I I can't cite evidence, though, uh, Your Honor. But I I, I think. Thimbleweed has often been the heart of he's often been overridden, but I feel like he often at least brings that up.
3: That was also before you turned him into a giant bug. That
0: is a good point. We have not seen yeah. Also a good point.
3: But 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 the way
1: you describe it is is the the uh cephalopod is the only one that to save, right? Because we don't know where on is right now. You don't know where Dazon is, exactly you don't know where the
0: know. situation is correct. You yeah. don't know about him. You know the, the only one we know about <laughs> is the cephalopod. <laughs> it's not a
1: I you say that. Ceramorph <laughs> is the. Very, word it's very close.
0: <laughs> it's probably very insulting. Like if I called you like, like apes or something. Like apes? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like primates. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. One of them might far. save. One of them might
3: save the Squid Man. I'd say it'd probably be Celeste more than. Again, anybody. I I
0: am perfectly yeah. willing to kill everybody. I don't want to force y'all's hand, but I'm just putting it out there that.
3: I feel like I feel like like
1: roleplay wise, if we don't know where Dazan's at, we're not gonna be able to spend the time to find him okay. like the yeah. ship is fucking crashing yeah. we're, we're just if we can save anyone around us great if we can't then you know yeah. that'll teach him <laughs> <laughs> so yeah us. maybe maybe celeste like grabs the little gnome squid uh, uh, do you as, think as she she's...
0: would the, the one that abducted i don't oh, know if we ever fully resolved her feelings about well, that
1: yeah that's and... true Unfortunately, she's Wait, not she here could, to resolve
0: them. But. She could,
1: or Thimbley could, so one yeah. of the two would probably do it.
0: You think so? Right? I, I don't I know. So. To We're decide. gonna
1: say yes. Or, he could jump onto
3: my hand. <laughs> you know, like... Try to save himself.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's,
1: That's always funny. an option, too.
0: Okay, so... Yeah, remind me what everybody's... Oh, and, and Frey, okay, let's go to Frey. Frey, what, what are you gonna do?
2: Well...
3: <laughs> uh I was going so how close to the ground are we? I was
0: gonna say you could rage and just fucking impact like a crater. Just
3: <laughs> <laughs> scream at
1: the ground. <laughs> Come at me! The, the ship just comes and the camera just her face just <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, we've established uh, that if you're raging, you can't die at least once.
2: Yeah.
1: Yep. And you take half of whatever happens to you, so it's not yeah. whatever
0: happens, but but well, a lot of well. gravity I think, probably. I feel I
1: feel like most of what's about to
3: happen is physical damage. So
0: <laughs> that is fair.
3: How close? Although to the she's not, are we?
0: She's not raging yet. I will say that.
3: That's I am not, but it is a bonus action,
0: so whatever. Uh, I would say at this stage, you probably have uh. Let's say it's a cool hundred and twenty feet to the ground at this frozen moment in time. Well... And you think you will reach there in the end of this stage? The second. My plan
3: yeah. was seeing everybody else do their thing, <laughs> trying to judge it to where about... twenty, thirty feet above the ground, she just jumps and activates her boots of a Vendroon? I was thinking like a falling elevator, <laughs> like if I jump at the last moment.
1: <laughs> she goes, I've always
3: wanted to test this. <laughs> <And she> just... <laughs> yeah, but I mean, um, it, but she would jump and activate her, her rune, her rune boots. Yeah. Because that turns part of my movement speed into flying speed. Alright, everybody who's doing that, yeah,
0: post your stuff like Chris did so we can (laughs) see all this shit in action. Yeah, so... This is a, a good chance for me to show off all your fancy shit.
3: Yep. Um... I can convert 20 feet of my movement on each of my turns into flight. So okay. I could technically start flying. Yeah, and just just land. I mean, at that point, you'd only take like no just, damage. It says if you don't land at the end of the
0: flight, you fall. Let's see what other means of staying aloft. Yeah.
3: Uh, but I mean, I can but just you can cast fly feather down. fall.
0: that's does. So you yeah. can cast feather fall from the item as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Okay. So oh. I'm, good. <laughs> I'm good. so technically, I could cast feather fall now and just start. That's true. Her and Celeste can both just choose to just start, like
1: like levitating above. All the right, look up, look show. up. Yeah, I'm
0: I'm doing Celeste. Look up Feather Falls.
1: Okay.
0: So Celeste's thing is, you use a reaction when you fall to reduce any falling damage you take by an amount equal to five times your monk level, which means she can reduce damage by fifty-five. Is that correct?
1: Yes. But I'm pretty sure monks also, if she needed to, I think monks have a way to slow fall.
3: Yeah, she should have slow fall.
0: I, I just put Slowfall in there. Are you talking about something else?
3: Her, oh, no, Slowfall, that, that's different. What you did is... Is that Slowfall? I, slow, I, yeah, I clicked
0: yeah. it from her character sheet. I don't know.
3: Oh, yeah. No, she needs Featherfall. You
0: could have something else.
3: Right, the spell. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's still good, but... And that may actually reduce most of it. Like I said, it's 120 feet, which would be... Well, uh, also, what?
3: well, I guess Featherfall is... So... Here's a question. When I cast Featherfall from my boots, is it the actual casting of Featherfall, or would it just be on my person specifically? It,
0: it says you can cast Featherfall once from the item.
3: Because I can choose up to five falling creatures within range.
0: With, with, really? Yeah. Oh, that's handy.
3: Hey on, here, I'll, I'll oh yeah, the actual this.
1: spell Featherfall. Spell those yeah,
0: yeah, multiples? Okay. Oh yeah, James just said that in the chat. Yeah. All in style... Yeah, she's up to five falling creatures in range. Falling creature's rate of ascent slows to 60 feet. Slows well, to 60 can, you, feet per round. Okay.
1: You could save the the squid man that way if you wanted to. No. So.
0: Well, 60 feet per <laughs> round.
3: But keep reading. If you land before the spell ends, it takes no falling damage. It can land on its feet. Gotcha. And the spell ends for that creature. Stop stopping halfway through. I know. Finish out the paragraph. And for you a minute. You and Christopher, I okay. swear to goodness.
0: <laughs> all right so, we have so... To, like, take in. <laughs> that's right that's right I get too excited
3: he does and then he stops and then yeah
0: okay so you can actually activate your boots and help people slow fall while there's mm-hmm. a flying dragon around featherfall featherfall right that's two distinct abilities which is probably better than most everybody's ability I think. Except for those of you that can straight fly, that might be straight uh, slightly better maneuverability. Um, And Robin, I guess yours works for. I'm I'm,
1: I'm just got a 60 move speed, a 60 fly speed. Yeah,
0: so yours is actually a little better because you can. Yeah, so the slow fall doesn't allow you to uh, fly; it just you fall down slower. All right, so with that, you can easily click your heels. And, uh, yeah, have that, uh, affect multiple people, uh, so Val Robin, you've got the Bigby's hand closed around you, as soon as it does, do you want to start moving the hand, or do you just want to leave it up there and watch the ship crash? I, I
1: want to go down as soon as possible, Okay. Like, I, I don't want to, I feel like, if I floated in the air... I'm just dragon bait at that point. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, just in the air instead of the water. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's. let's I'm, I'm like gonna go down towards the ship or okay. where the crash is about to happen.
0: Try is to just move like at hand. speed. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's gotta feel awful. By the way, you're you're in freezing air, and. You don't have like a motorcycle helmet or astronaut gear or anything it's just like just like with his yeah. hand around you In my eyes
1: <laughs> i got this nice jacket though this this coat is is oh she's so work, angry
0: but. she's so angry about this
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah and and if, if you guys choose then yes yeah, celeste can grab that uh sarah friend rip him out of the 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 spelljammer helm and uh grab him out of there uh, so with that, with all of your various, uh, flying method, uh, and Edmund, do you want to also kind of go with the ship generally, or do you want to do a different direction or thing, since I think you have, uh, straight up flight, I guess. Uh,
4: yeah, I'll be like, you know, I, I can't go as quickly, I think I have a flight speed like 10 or something, but I do want to get to the ground.
3: Wait, doesn't uh, have gaseous form? What's that? Doesn't somebody have gaseous form? Yeah,
4: I have that too
1: if he needs
0: to pull that out, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if I need to.
3: Yeah, praise just kicked back at this point, and it's just slow-falling.
0: Okay. Um, so the ship falls about twice as fast as those of you that are just straight-up uh, slow-falling. By the way, the MVPC pull has started. Um, and you see with great satisfaction, or maybe with abject terror, um, that ship... Uh, slam into the ground. Uh, it was pretty carefully controlled, you know, before that to the best of its ability. But with the the ceramorph being saved out of there, uh, the final little descent is pretty violent, and the last little bits start ripping and breaking apart, and it just you know skids along for quite a while as more pieces break off of it until it rests as a chunk, and then all of you start to come uh, floating downwards as the dragon makes um, another violent pass. Around all of you, and continues to scream in rage. And since you're all generally floating and flying at the same trajectory, I'm just gonna kind of be fast and loose and use the token thing to roll on what's gonna end up getting targeted here.
1: We're in the we're in, we're doing the Enterprise in every single Star Trek
0: movie.
1: <laughs> <moment>. <laughs> it has to crash into a planet.
0: Yeah. Good job, Token Fate. You did three different people. And we're gonna do uh, Frey first. You're gonna get hit with a bite attack. And again, she's, yeah, we'll get to that second. Um, She's again just you guys are are flying to the ground. Some of you are zipping around as best you can. She has a hilarious amount of flight capability where she can easily zip around this. I'm not gonna try to do aerial combat on this thing. Uh, she can zip around very easily and start knocking into and hitting all of you um, as you guys are floating down. And we'll do a bite attack on Frey.
3: But to bite me, she has to be within melee.
0: She only has to be within 15 feet to bite you. She is that big with her giant chush, chung chung like that.
3: How Although does I... that even work?
0: I, that's part of her stat block. Uh, she rolled giant a 17.
3: Snake neck, I assume. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, that hits me.
0: 18 piercing and 10 cold.
3: Okay.
0: She will claw at Valravn.
1: Now, here's what I was going to say. Yes. Valravn is entirely encased by a fist. Oh. It has an AC.
0: You're right. You're right. I I will attack the fist. Which could go hilariously bad for you um Wait, but, you're, but you're right she will attack the oh, she, oh right, right right yeah yeah because you're still up. in the air I, yeah yeah yeah. i'm still in the air i didn't think yeah. about that uh but you're right she will attack the hand she's still very pissed at you um yeah yeah all right so this is to the hand talk to the hand with the claws 24 will hit the hand sure will Or 19 slashing what kind of hit points does it have Equal to your Oh, your my, hit points. Yeah. Okay.
1: So it's got 83 hit points. So, okay. Yeah, it's still alive. So,
0: from your point, is it like translucent? Like, can you see?
1: It's probably... I mean, it's supposed to... The way it's flavored from Varav, it's like, literally like the hand of the author. So it's like his writing hand. So it's probably just a big green... Oh, it's a giant uh,
0: disembodied version of your hand. It's a giant disembodied
1: okay. version of my hand. Um, but it's probably kind of like translucent. I was gonna say, through. can you see
0: out of it? So, yeah, yeah I imagine yeah. it'd be very terrifying to see yeah. like this just, just like,
1: cr- yeah, out. like
0: some real horror <laughs> shit, like this these claws raking right outside. Yeah. Um, and then she whips her tail. She's in such a fury. She's going after everybody at Celeste. <laughs> Thirty-two should hit.
1: He should.
0: For eleven um, bludgeoning damage. Uh, to Celeste. Um, as you all, uh, float, uh, down to the ground, and she lands and snarls at all of you, and looks like she's, you know, you're landing, like, various, I I guess I assume you land, I I didn't mean to misspeak, are you guys still wanting to be in the air, or...
1: I mean, honestly... Some, some of you are slow-falling,
0: so you don't really have a choice, I guess, in the uh, matter. Yeah. You are gonna... But some of you do have controlled flight, uh, Valraban and yeah, Edmund, I, if mainly. I,
1: if I can fly 60 feet away... That's,
2: <laughs> if she, if she's <laughs> away you just like, see can...
0: Valraban just fuck right off! <laughs> <up. laughs> <laughs> that hand just, like, zips sideways. Zips away. <laughs> she can't attack us all if we split up! <laughs> yep.
3: Yep. <laughs> I mean i've got no choice i'm just coming straight down some so. of you yeah some of
0: you are slow falling you just end up coming down kind of not super close to the ship but relatively
3: basically it's only celeste and i who have no choice on where we land okay. we have yeah. to go straight down yeah. everyone else has a choice on where they land
0: okay
4: uh edmund do you care one way or the other um no just far away from this ship i don't want to get hit when the fiery blasts Oh, um, assuming like the ship to... explodes. <laughs> as
0: as most I trashing ships do.
4: And I figure with the dragon spreading out is always a good idea. Yes. So uh, I will uh, try to stay at least 20 feet away from my party members. Okay. <laughs> I,
3: w- I would like to try to land on the dragon's back.
0: So uh, that's going to be really hard because you have no controlled uh, flight movement, and she's clearly very tactically aware of all of you, especially those of you floating very slowly. She finds you more. Tantalizing. As you guys, especially those of you slow falling, kind of go to the ground. um, She circles above and looks like she's about to unleash another devastating uh, frost breath upon you and then uh, her head snaps up and a chill wind rushes uh, through the air and even she's looking around And you hear her, those of you that are still close by, says, "Eltharond,
5: do you know where we are? I got so caught up in killing that terrible giant mind flayer ship and these scheming thieves I I didn't realize.
0: And she kind of sniffs her head in the air.
5: This is... This is her territory, Elthron. This is the island.
0: And she turns uh, to all of you still hovering over in the air. All of you, like, getting ready for, like, battle stances and everything.
5: I should like to finish you by myself.' There's no need. You will never leave this island alive.
0: And you get the feeling that she seems... A little bit of fear when she mentioned this is her island, and she flaps her wings and flies. And she
3: tries off. to fly away. Can I shoot my magic missiles at her again and try to light the the dynamite on her back? Sure, go ahead. Because it's, it's like it's an auto hit type. Go ahead. Yep. Fuck you.
4: Fuck you. <laughs> oh wait. And does my beam cannon go off? My arm cannon? Uh yes, I we totally forgot about that. It would be
0: very hard for you to aim it, but I think you uh mechanically can still do that. Uh yeah, so while falling, uh Edmund, you manage to slice into her uh or I guess I oh, was sorry, Frey. Um Frey unleashes a volley of missiles trying to aim at the stick of dynamite that still rests on the bones, and you see it just catch on fire, and you see as she's having this conversation, that dynamite explodes, and you see that uh, the skeleton actually stays perfectly intact. However, he kind of... The saddle gets kind of fucked up, and he kind of, like, slides the back, and she gets very alarmed about that and says, ah, She's already... Sh- sh- hates my presence here! My lady! I meant no offense! We're leaving! And <laughs> she starts flapping out. She doesn't to realize that you did this. Uh, and she... Laps and flies away. Use
4: moment of hesitation to yeah, yeah. take aim and fire.
0: Go ahead. <laughs> I love it. Just I'm trying to get this incredibly powerful NPC <laughs> out of here, and you guys are like, "No, damn it, we want to die." <laughs> well, I mean, we the beam cannon's like
3: to piss her off that she was leaving. Yeah, yeah. We, we already know she's leaving. Now yep. she's yeah. Just like fuck you. <laughs> what are you gonna do, na-na-na? Yeah. Yep. <laughs>
4: Cause you said I can you know change direction at the last minute yes, you last can. Minute. so yep. at the I will aim round. at her and eight d6 lightning damage. Go ahead. What the hell? Wow, that was really bad damage. <laughs> wow.
0: Uh, well, yeah she gets to make a deck save. Oh my gosh. All right. You you unleash this lightning and it's 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 your worst performance yet and then she yeah, takes the save, dodges out of the way and thinks it's literally just more of uh the frost maiden
4: like like punishing her. I'm
2: it's telling. like when I'm
4: floating in the air, the uh, you know the force to shoot the beam kind of like spins me out of mm-hmm. the direction.
0: <laughs> it it's hard to it guess. Just, like, whips her. Yep, in in midfall. Uh, and then while she leaves and you all stare at the wreckage of your Nautiloid and the island that you are now upon is where we are going to end this session.
1: Lovely.
5: Well, Robin, you are the MVPC. <laughs> Alright. Roll that beautiful bean footage. Potion of Gritter
1: healing. I will always take that.
5: Yep, you you grab one last thing out of
0: the ship.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Or
0: it goes down.
3: You find Azan's body, and he had it cradled in his. Oh
0: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, according to you all, uh, Celeste saved the Sarah who's now sadly just looking at the wreckage of the ship. Uh, but apparently the other NPCs have all been killed. All well, right! where,
1: was, where was, what, locked in a room, so we didn't even yep. have a chance no. to,
0: uh... Didn't seem to have it.
1: And we didn't know where design was either, so, yeah. Yeah, they just burned up in the Son ship. Son of a bitch
0: DM just wanting to, like you said, clean slate here. <laughs> uh, including the airship all right that is all the time we have for this week's session of rhyme of the frostbane thank you to chris heather and raymond for uh, and chris chris heather and raymond for playing thank you to our wonderful fans for oh, watching yeah, you know what i'm gonna thank chris again thank you chris
2: <laughs> four times i'll thank <laughs> you
0: shout outs to flat the patrons joe will thomas stan william i'm loud brandon genocider david eclectic role play, role christopher brian william david and clams Corey, Coa, 1337 jacob eric and kyle and gold patrons rpg paper crafts pretty boy and yuma marcus dead lizard lounge sam lumpy spuds jerome nathan fasica tortoise scott humanoid size sphincter stephanie refus and carolyn uh and micah i think just joined during the stream thank you all very much for your support we're live streaming our dnd adventures every week and we will see you next time <laughs> happy music,
2: happy music. <laughs>
0: the ship has crashed oh. Alright. I like the way this turned out, I'm excited for Frosted Chat now. <laughs> you might have different opinions, and I'm interested to hear them.
3: <laughs> I'm not doing anything next stream until we have a short rest. What, what we need- well, the lesson we all need to learn is that when Eric the DM gives you
1: a traveling vessel, don't get
2: attacked. <laughs> he to okay. take it that away!